Good afternoon. Welcome to the Defender Football pregame show on KDCR 88.5 FM and online at KDCR885.com. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra, as usual, and thanks for joining me here on KDCR today as we welcome you to our airwaves for the fourth game of the 2019 Dort University football season and the second consecutive road game and conference game of the year for the Defenders. Quickly glossing over today's game with our table setter this afternoon. It's the first ever trip for Dort to Jamestown for football. Today's number, 391. There are 391 miles separating these two universities, assuming you stick with I-29 North for the majority of the trip. But regardless, it's a road trip that lasts over five and a half hours. And of note, it's actually the second longest road trip that defenders have ever taken under head coach Joel Penner's three-plus seasons. The longest... That came back in 2017, a six-and-a-half-hour trek down to North Newton, Kansas, for a 44-10 win over Bethel. So a long road trip actually isn't unique for this program, although making trips to Jamestown, Hastings, and Doan in the same season will present some challenges compared to shorter trips or potentially playing at home. But with the team leaving Friday afternoon and only having one to two hours of the trip left today, I don't anticipate the travel having too much of an impact on today's game, which... You know, it's good. We want to see everything decided and played out on the football field this afternoon. Also for the defenders, it's about bouncing back again. For the second time this season, Dort lost its season opener to Kaiser back in August and responded with a 30-9 win over Waldorf. Last week, the defenders dropped a conference game to the reigning national champions, and now they're looking to respond today against the Jamestown Jimmies. And all of this is about Dort wanting to grow into a program, really, that can compete for and make the playoffs. We've heard the coaches talk about it in interviews here on the Defender Football pregame show. We've heard it on the Premier Communications Defender Coaches show. It's about industry standard. And to do that, especially this season, Dort likely needs to win out. Rocky Mountain was the only team out of 16 that made the playoffs last season with three losses, and Dort sitting on two losses as we speak. And winning out isn't impossible, but it's definitely not achievable if you don't take care of business today in Jamestown. But before we dive into today's matchup at Taylor Stadium, tying up the loose ends here, GPAC Commissioner Corey Westra joining us on the Defender Football pregame show with the GPAC Football Report. That coming up in two or so minutes on the Defender Football pregame show. We'll also continue with our Door Football Senior interview today on the Defender Football pregame show. And today we're joined by one of the unsung heroes of the team. Offensive linemen, they don't really get a lot of attention when things are going well. And if things are going poorly, they're one of the first ridiculed. It's kind of a thankless job. But for William Vanderwoude, that hasn't stopped him from getting his job done in the trenches. So William Vanderwoude, Dort starting left tackle, will join us later on the program today for our Dort Football Senior Interview segment. So make sure you stick around for that one. And lastly, this doesn't pertain to the Defender Football pregame show, but coming up later on on the broadcast, our halftime programming features our Dort Athletic Alumni segment, Where Are They Now?, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member. This week features a former Dort athlete who graduated from Dort earlier this decade. She ranks in the top 10 in career kills and career blocks for the Dort volleyball team since 2000, and she grew up in Sheldon, Iowa. So joining us this afternoon on Where Are They Now is Danae Gales-Odom. 
So don't forget to stay tuned into KDCR at halftime. Don't forget to tune in at halftime Adored Football Games every week to hear new episodes of Where Are They Now? Made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell mutual member. I'm thrilled to get set for another Saturday at Dort University football. Hope you are too here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. But before we venture into our discussion regarding today's opponent, the keys to the game, and a few other items as well, let's welcome in GPAC Commissioner Corey Westra to the KDCR Airwaves as he brings us the GPAC Football Report. This is the GPAC Football Saturday Report for Saturday, September 21. Brought to you by the Great Plains Athletic Conference and Cypress Grist Management, the official championship partner of the Great Plains Athletic Conference. On this Football Saturday report this week, let's begin with the scoreboard from last week around the conference. We'll go to the conference matchups first. It was Northwestern defeating Midland 26-25. Hastings a winner over Jamestown 38-21. Morningside defeated Dort 56-14 and Briarcliff over Dakota Wesleyan 47-0. Non-conference games played last Saturday night. Texas A&M Tarleton State defeated Doan 56-3 and Buena Vista over Concordia 27-24, the final score. Here's your week number three, Hoffman America Sports Football Players of the Week on offense, A.P. Ponder from Morningside. AP with a big game against Dort, including a 99-yard touchdown run from scrimmage in the first quarter. Joel Kotzer of Morningside at linebacker is the defensive player of the week. Kotzer was the top tackler for Morningside with 10 tackles against Dort. And for his efforts, he was named the NAIA National Defensive Player of the Week for football. And on special teams, Markel Roby, kick returner from Briarcliff, takes the honor this week. He had one return of the day against Dakota Wesleyan, 94 yards for a touchdown as Briarcliff picked up the win against DWU in Sioux City, 47-0. That's a look back at last week around the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Coming up after the break, we'll take a look at this week's matchups for GPAC football. The GPAC football Saturday report rolls on right after this. The Great Plains Athletic Conference is an affiliated conference of the NAIA, consisting of 12 private faith-based colleges and universities in Nebraska, Iowa, South, and North Dakota. Founded in 2000, the GPAC is proud of our academic and athletic excellence. Last year, the conference totaled 766 NAIA Dactronics Scholar-Athletes and 193 NAIA Scholar Teams. Since the league began in 2000, the GPAC has claimed 30-team NAIA National Championships. For more information about the GPAC, visit our website website gpacksports.com or follow us on twitter at gpacksports the great plains athletic conference academic and athletic excellence since 2000 there is a full slate of conference football action on the schedule for this september 21 let's go to the schedule and start with the one o'clock games on saturday afternoon Briarcliff is hosting doan in sioux city Dort will travel to Jamestown to take on the Jimmies and Hastings to host Concordia, also in a 1 o'clock game in Hastings, Nebraska. 1.30 kick in Sioux City, Morningside will host Midland, and at night in Mitchell at 7 o'clock, Dakota Wesleyan will welcome in the Red Raiders of Northwestern College. It's a new football poll week from the NAIA, poll number one of the season. Morningside received all 17 first-place votes with their 2-0 record. They are number one in the country. Benedictine, last year's national runner-up at 3-0, is number two. St. Francis of Indiana is ranked third. Kansas Wesleyan is four, and St. Xavier of Chicago is fifth. Concordia, Michigan, six. Marion of Indiana is seven. 
Reinhardt, Georgia is eight. Grandview is ranked ninth, and Northwestern in at number 10. As mentioned, Hastings and Midland both receiving votes this week. For the updated football standings, go to gpacksports.com. Also check out our other sports online as well. Don't forget to give us a follow at gpacksports on Twitter. This has been your Football Saturday Report for September 21. I'm Corey Westra. Thank you again to Commissioner Westra for that look around the Great Plains Athletic Conference and some pretty solid context as all 10 GPAC football teams engage in conference matchups today. Dort did play a GPAC game last weekend, traveling down Highway 75 to Sioux City to take on the reigning national champions, the Morningside College Mustangs. So let's quickly recap how things went down last Saturday at Elwood Olsen Stadium between the then-ranked 24th Dort Defenders and the still-ranked number one Morningside Mustangs. If you haven't heard the score or seen the box score by now, the Defenders dropped their conference opener at Morningside last weekend, 56-14. But the score wasn't always lopsided in Morningside's favor, and in fact, things started pretty quickly for the Defenders. Reynolds is going to roll left, has time, linebacker comes, throws over the top, pass is caught, and off to the races, to the 40, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown defenders. The defenders go over the top to Eli Bolden, and Bolden on the receiving end of the 80-yard pass and catch, and the defenders are on the board first, and Morningside has surrendered their first points of the season. The coaches have talked about the importance of creating some explosive plays on offense in the long term. I think that's going to be critical for Dort to consistently move the ball against top competition. This season, we've seen Dort run the ball fairly well, but struggle through the air. But the opposite was true last Saturday. Dort ran for just 75 yards and averaged fewer than 2 yards per carry. Not ideal. Meanwhile, the defenders were able to throw for 240 yards and averaged over 26 yards per completion. But... If you ask Dort head football coach Joel Penner, you want to compete with a team like Morningside, you're going to need balance. I think when you're when you want to compete uh, against a top five program, you need to find balance in your offense. Uh, we did not have balance. We had an imbalance in a way that we normally don't have imbalance. You know, we were really ineffective running the football, but we were able to uh, to throw for a lot of yards. I think part of that was we found. I'm not going to say a weakness. That's an overstatement. But we found a place to attack that we would have a better result, so we went there a lot. It's amazing what you can do offensively when you get behind the defense one or two times. The rest of the game, it it gives you some other opportunities, so it's really important to be able to do that. But I do think um, for us to be a, uh, you know, the offense I believe we can be, we've got to be potent as a running team and a passing team. Coach Penner got his wish. He wanted the quick start and the 7-7 scoreline after the first quarter, but the overall talent gap and depth kind of became more evident as the game went on. AP Ponder, the lethal Morningside tailback, he had a 99-yard touchdown run, 241 yards of total offense, and from there the Morningside lead grew. So what can we take away from last week's 56-14 defeat at the hands of the national reigning champions, Morningside? One, Morningside's insanely good. I mean, there's really no other way to put it there. Two, there are signs of growth and development in the passing game, and that's very important moving forward. And three... You know, Dort found a way to start fast against a great team. And Dort really didn't start fast against Kaiser, 24-0 down at halftime. And against Waldorf, Dort didn't score until the last play of the first quarter. Actually trailed early on to Waldorf there. 
But you can't do anything about the past. You can only learn from it, and we'll see what adjustments in growth Dort makes for today, despite, you know, a few noticeable injuries on offense. And before we get to our Dort football senior interview, some noticeable faces absent from the Dort offense today. That includes quarterback Noah Clayberg, running back Carter Skibout, and wide receiver Levi Jungwick. Those three players are all out for today, according to offensive coordinator Aaron Mingo. And wide receiver Ben Hovelhorst, he's questionable. A game-time decision heading into today. Anyhow, it's time for our Door Football Senior interview here on the Defender Football pregame show. As I mentioned in the open, playing offensive line can be a thankless job, but it's a crucial one for the success of any football team. So we're showing some love to the offensive line today as Dort's starting left guard sat down with me earlier this week. Joining us for our Dort Football Senior interview on the Defender Football pregame show is none other than William Vanderwouda. It's our Dort Football Senior Interview segment right here on the Defender Football pregame show on KDCR 88.5 FM and online at KDCR885.com. I'm Christian Zylstra. Joining us for our Dort Football Senior Interview today is the Defender's starting left guard, William Vanderwouda. You come to Dort from Merced, California, and I'm curious, you know, what stood out to you about Dort University and Defender Football during the recruiting process that ultimately led to you committing? I'd say what stood out the most about Dort was, for one, its ag program. They have a very good ag program. Uh, not many Christian schools have one. And that was the major thing I was looking for in a college was to be able to do ag and then be able to go back home and work with my dad and stuff like that. And so having an ag program was a major plus. For me, I looked at a lot of different ag schools, applied to a couple of them, got into a couple different ones. But ultimately, Dort allowed me the opportunity to play football and study at ag at the same time and it was a christian university which really was a major plus in my book with this being your senior season what if anything made this fall camp feel different to you personally than some of the previous years uh, it was a little more special this year being the last one uh every time you got on the field it's the last time you're going to be doing that practice of fall camp so you really are trying to make the most out of every moment on the field everything you, you pretty much know what you're doing you know everything so everything slows down a lot more it's a lot easier to understand so you can really focus on making yourself the best player you can be how would you describe william vanderwouda the football player versus william vanderwouda the everyday guy or in other words you know some guys have different personalities on the field versus off the field are those personalities similar for you are they different how do they compare they're pretty pretty similar i'd say i'm a little more intense on the field a little more willing to call people out when they mess something up or just need a little bit of encouragement louder on the football field than I am off. But pretty much the same. I try to be pretty consistent with who I am as a person and a player. Just sometimes when you're on the field, you got to be a little more intense. You've had a solid career so far, and you've seen a lot of growth as a player on the field. What's the vibe like with this team? You guys are a couple games in. you got a long season still ahead. What's the vibe like in the locker room with the guys this year? This is a it's a special team that we have this year. We got playmakers all over the field. We have some players, some of our major playmakers that are down right now, but we have the talent to step in, fill those roles. And I think we're everybody's really excited for this year. We've hit a new level as a team, a new level of confidence, and we're going to be carrying that through the rest of the season. How important has the sport of football, this program, and this coaching staff been for you over the last several years? I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. This program, this staff, it's amazing. 
I came from a great high school program, a great high school staff, and to be able to step in and learn even more under these coaches and on this program has been really cool. And to see the program go from a losing program to now a winning program, it's been really fun. I've been with these coaches all four seasons they've been coaching now, and just to see the attitude, the culture on the team shift has been really cool, and it's really helped me grow as a person and just really excited for the rest of the year. Awesome. Well, William, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. That was William Vanderwouda, the starting left guard for the defenders on our Dort Football Senior Interview segment on the Defender Football pregame show. I'm Christian Zylstra, and this is KDCR. Thanks again to William Vanderwouda for his time and his answers, and we hope it's a good, healthy day for him and the rest of the Dort offensive line today in Jamestown. Well, it's about that time. Time to dive in to who exactly Dort's opponent is today. The University of Jamestown Jimmies. The Jamestown Jimmies not surprisingly hail from Jamestown, North Dakota. On the season, the Jimmies are 0-3, a 6-point loss to Valley City State, a 34-point loss to number 16 Dickinson State, and a 17-point loss last weekend at Hastings. Josh Kittle is no longer there after taking a position with the North Dakota State football program, and so the Jimmies hired a new coach during the offseason. Jamestown is led by head coach Brian Mistro, formerly an assistant coach on the defensive side of the ball and special teams at Concordia College in Moorhead. And he very much sees himself as a player's coach, and when he talked about the kind of guys and the kind of character he wants his program to exude, that wasn't hard to see. We talk about it all the time as a team. We want to be good people. We want to be accountable people. We want to be passionate and enthusiastic about being a Jimmy football player, and we want to be able to do our job to the best of our abilities. So, you know, my big things with the guys, and I talk about it all the time, and I don't care how fast you are, I don't care how big you are, I don't care how strong you are, I don't care how good you were in high school. It doesn't, none of that matters to me if you're not a good person and you're not a good teammate. And I think that's something that when you look at our program, you know, taking steps forward, you know, the record doesn't say it, but I feel as though we're doing things the right way here. And that's because we're trying to help these guys become young adults and young men and not just, you know, use them as football players and get rid of them, if that makes any sense. And so we're trying to teach guys to be good people and good teammates, and I think it's going to take them farther in life than, you know, if, we, if you win one more game or if you lose one more game. So that's, that's kind of what our goal as a staff has been, is we want good people in this program. So as Coach Mistro tries to get the Jimmy football program back on track, let's dive into some of the guys on the roster, many of whom may be recognizable from last year's Jimmy squad. Starting off with the Jamestown offense, Coach Mistro just flat out told me he said the offense hasn't been very good, and to be fair to him, the numbers kind of support that claim. The Jimmies are averaging just 218 yards of offense per contest, and they've scored just five touchdowns over three games. At quarterback, Jordan Mann is back at the helm. He's managed to find a 5-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio earlier in the year, but the yardage hasn't been overwhelming. Just 132 passing yards per game, and Coach Mistro told me he's looking for more consistency from man and from the offense. At running back, this is probably where the biggest pitfall has been thus far for Jamestown offense. Zero rushing touchdowns in three games, and only one player on the roster has rushed for a total of 100 yards on the season, and that's man, the quarterback, at 103 rushing yards. You'll get a bevy of tailbacks. Alan Jevning and Josiah Cage are the top two backs listed on the two-deep but Jimmy Hatch and Tanner Matherin have also carried the ball a dozen or so times this year. If Jamestown wants to win this game, they're going to need more consistency on the ground like they had in the first half last year at Dort. Jamestown was able to rush for essentially 200 yards in the first half, 
and then Dort shut him down, gave up just 14 rushing yards over the final two frames. At the receiving positions, Zeb Tabor starts at tight end and is the only tight end with multiple receptions in 2019. And when it comes to Jamestown's passing attack, most of it goes through one man, Garrett Mitchell. Mitchell, number 17 on the field, has hauled in 46% of man's completions this season and amassed 63% of his passing yardage. Barry Williams Jr. is the second target. Both Mitchell and Williams Jr., another talented sophomore wideout, will be the two biggest receiving threats and the main targets for Jordan Mann. Marcus Giles could also get in on the action, does some returning as well in special teams, but it's mostly the Mitchell and Williams receiving show for the Jimmies. Transitioning to the Jamestown defense, as Coach Benner sees it, it's really a lot different from a schematic standpoint to what Dorf faced last season. They have a, a totally different defensive structure from last year. A lot of the same players are back, but they're, a, they're an odd front now, a three-man front. And so when, when teams line up with three down linemen, they do a lot of moving, do a lot of stunting and twisting, playing games. And so you have a lot more options in coverage out of a three-man front. And so we're expecting them to have a really good plan defensively for our option game. Um, you're right. It seems it seems to be their plan that they can channel the ball to their linebackers. I think that's um, something we expect from them. But uh, you know, I think odd fronts like what they run, uh, they have a mentality of of trying to dictate a little bit. And so I, I'm I'm looking forward to getting into the game and just seeing what what is the plan or plans. And so it comes down to us making good adjustments and getting a good beat on what they're doing. Coach Mishro told me in a conversation earlier this week that the linebackers really are what makes this defense go, and what makes the linebackers go is Andre Purnell. So don't be surprised if you hear number eight's name called a lot this afternoon. On the defensive line, maybe an undersized unit, but as Coach Mistro tells it, their job's a thankless one. It's to engage the offensive line and to open lanes for those linebackers. Gavin Pantsarov and Mitchell Schwartz are the two defensive ends, and Marcelo Sanchez will play nose. At linebacker, I've already mentioned senior Andre Purnell, but the other linebackers have some youth. Sophomore John Sullivan joins Purnell inside, while sophomore Tanner Grocott and freshman Brooks Senfield start outside. And in the secondary, three interceptions in three games by three different guys. Senior Troy Stewart and sophomore Jordan Olson will start at corner. Juniors Ross Munson and Theodore Milk patrol the middle of the defense at safety. And lastly, on special teams, it's no surprise that Coach Mistro, who has a background in special teams, would want his best players making plays at the forefront. The big thing that I wanted to get across to our young men on special teams is that that is the spot you want to start on. And so... I think sometimes it gets misconstrued. You want to be a starter off on offense. You want to be a starter on defense. No, 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 no. You want to be a starter on special teams. Here's why. Because I'm willing to take a guy off of defense, a guy off of offense, the next series, if I can get him for 100% on special teams. So, for example, Marcus Giles, you know, had a big return. You know, that next three or four plays, he was off on offense. He wasn't back on the field. And so when you start looking at things that way, like Troy Stewart is a, is a corner of ours that plays a lot. You know, he came up to me and he goes, Coach, can, you know, can I get somebody in for me on kickoff because I just ran down on punt and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I said, well, no, here's the deal. You give me one effort on kickoff, I'll give you a break on defense. And, and so that's something where our guys have started to buy in and understand, like, the sacrificial part of being on special teams is that you're not doing what you're normally doing on offense and defense because I need you for one play. 
because the head coach is telling you, I need you for one play. We'll give you a break on offense or on defense. And I think it started, the sacrificial part of that is going to be you know, something our guys are starting to see a little bit more and understanding a little bit more. And it's important to be on special teams as opposed to maybe you know, in prior years it, it was kind of a punishment. Sean Fenelon will handle the kicking duties, and Isaac Miles is the man doing the punting. Fenelon is over one kicking this year. That attempt's coming from 42 yards out. So for Jamestown, your keys to the game today at Taylor Stadium. Coach Mistro had one major key for both his offense and his defense. On defense, it was all about tackling. Dort wants to run the ball, and based on the struggles of last week, you can guess the defenders will be extra motivated to get the ground game rolling today. And on offense... It's really about being efficient. Be efficient, stay on schedule on offense, and convert on third and short, or what Coach Mistro calls the money down. So those are the Jamestown Jimmies. What about the Dort University defenders? As I mentioned earlier, Dort has some big injuries on the offensive side of the ball, according to Coach Mingo. Noah Clayberg is out, Levi Jungling is out, Carter Skeebout is out, and Ben Hoovelhorst is questionable. So... Plenty of opportunities for some of the young guys. Eli Bolden made a big splash last week with his first career touchdown, an 80-yard touchdown pass. And there's some reps on the line today for some guys. Dort's theme for this week, the focus for this week, is micro-focus. And by that, Coach Penner meant dominate the moment in front of you. Don't let the previous success or the previous failure impact this play. If you play to win each play, you'll be playing to win the game. And it kind of reminds me, and it's very close to something that legendary football coach Urban Meyer used to always say, and the Ohio State football program has kind of indoctrinated it into the fabric of their program, and that's 4-6, to six, A to B. As a player, I need you to give me your all for 4-6 to six seconds from point A to point B. And Coach Benner has the slight adaptation of that, 4-6 to six seconds of fury. The idea of microfocus, though, also ties into, and I don't know if you had a chance to see the Army-Michigan game a few weeks ago, but Michigan, a top-ranked team at home, Army's on the road, and Michigan needed double overtime to beat Army. And it really came down to an approach. Army head coach Jeff Munkin told his guys they weren't trying to beat Michigan on every play. All he wanted from his guys was three and a half yards each play. If you're gaining three and a half yards, it doesn't sound impossible, and you get that every play, you're never going to be stopped. So that's the key, the theme today, micro-focus. Coach Mingo mentioned some of the same concepts in his keys for the Dort offense. I want to go fast. I think Jamestown will struggle with our tempo, and I think uh, you combine our tempo with our athleticism and, and combine it with our schematics. Uh, I think we pose a lot of problems for a defense. And, you know, and then also, lastly, it's executing one play at a time. Tempo and micro-focus. And what about defensive coordinator Lynn Nutt's keys for the door defense? First one is win. <laughs> That's always the first one. We want to be that 67% on stop downs. We want to have three, three and outs. We want to win the takeaway margin. But those are all our game day goals. And then uh, we want to help them have a lower passer rating than they have on their average. So I think their average right now is 4.9 yards per attempt. So we want to keep it lower than that. And, and, and we know that these six game day goals that we have, seven game day goals that we have, will lead to a really fun scoreboard. Dominate your job, microfocus. Anyway, that's where we're at headed into today's showdown between the 1-2 and two Dort University Defenders and the 0-3 University of Jamestown Jimmies. You've been listening to the Defender Football pregame show on KDCR 88.5 FM. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. And don't forget to stick around again at halftime and catch this week's edition of Where Are They Now with a former Dort athlete 
Danae Gales Odom. We're not far away from kickoff here on a Saturday afternoon on a grass field at Taylor Stadium up in Jamestown, North Dakota. So that'll do it for me. And with that, let's head out to Jamestown, catch up with Mike Biker, who has today's kickoff. Thanks much, Christian Zylstrom. And once again, a bang-up job on that pregame show, setting the table nicely for our Dort versus Jamestown Great Plains Athletic Conference football game here this afternoon in Jamestown, North Dakota. In a word, beautiful weather conditions. Temperatures right around 70 degrees. Winds are light and uh, feel out of the south if I've got my compass correct. And uh, warm temperatures, partly cloudy skies. Should be a great day for football here this afternoon at Jamestown, North Dakota. Dort football team, safe travels yesterday. They uh, made it up with no incident, traveling the 400 miles or so from Dort's campus to the campus of Jamestown University. Jamestown in their color rush jerseys, if you will, orange pants, orange tops, and they have black numbers trimmed out in white. The Dort defenders in their road whites, white tops with black numbers, and trimmed out in gold, and they have those charcoal black or charcoal gray pants this afternoon in Jamestown. Relatively limited crowd making the trip to Jamestown from Sioux Center and the surrounding area, as we can understand. We're going to have the opening coin toss in just a moment, and then we will be off with football, Dort versus Jamestown. Other GPAC games today include Doan at Briarcliff, Concordia at Hastings, Midland at Morningside, and the night game tonight in Mitchell features Northwestern versus Dakota Wesleyan. We'll have the opening coin toss in just a moment. Lots of action for Dort teams today as well. Everybody's on the road. Volleyball team is at Yankton, South Dakota, taking on the Mount Marty Lancers. That's a 1.30 start time for the junior varsity and a 3 o'clock start time for the varsity. And the Dort University soccer teams in action this afternoon as well. They're traveling down to Crete, Nebraska, taking on the Doan University Tigers. That began or begins at 1 o'clock with the women's game. Men's game will follow at about 3.15 or 3.30, all depending on how quickly Rick Schmecker is able to move things through down on the Doan University uh, campus with that home soccer doubleheader. We're having the coin toss currently. The uh, Dort captains, Luke DeSatel, Justin Yerquitas, Jake Dodge, and David Kakmarinski on the field. Calling for the coin toss. And it appears that Dort will be defending the north goal. They have won the coin toss. They have deferred their decision to the second half. Jamestown will be receiving the opening kickoff, and they will be moving from south to north or my left to right as I describe action here in Jamestown, North Dakota. So we are just about set for football. And if you missed the pregame show, you're just joining us uh, the entry list getting a little longer for the defenders. We have some notable players still out. Levi Jungling out. Uh, he has been out since the first game of that loss to Kaiser. Also entered in that contest. Noah Clayberg, he is out as well. And also uh, Carter Skibout entered last week against Morningside. He will not be in uniform today either. Those are some of the offensive players that uh, will not be playing this afternoon. Uh, ben Hubelhorst, wide out. He's a game-time decision. We will see if number six is on the field as play begins. 
Dort will be kicking off and doing the honors for the defenders will be their kicker, Brett Zachman. Zachman has been handling all of the place-kicking duties for Dort so far. And for the Jamestown Jimmies, they will station their return men back deep at about the five-yard line. To the near side is Jamestown's Marcus Giles and uh, the return man. And in all likelihood, Dort will be kicking away from him. He is a dangerous return man. Getting started just a shade after 1 o'clock here this afternoon. I believe that's Wendell Warren on the far side. A junior from Toledo, Ohio, also back deep to return the kick for Jamestown. Jamestown, all orange today. Orange helmets as well. No logo on the helmet. And we are just about set. Zachman approaches, puts his foot into it, into the wind. A high hanging tick taken by Giles at the 20. Grabs it with a head full of steam, and he is brought down at the 27-yard line. 27-yard line, that is where Jamestown will set up shop. First down and 10. A little bit of a late hit that time. Sam Warner pleading his case, and there was no flag on the play. He got blocked into the return man as he was going down the way it looked. That was Giles on the return. And for the Jimmies, they will break their sideline huddle. First time we see them on offense, it'll be Jordan Mann at quarterback. Mann so far this season. More of a throw, a throwing threat than a running threat thus far. 100 gr- yards on the ground on 33 carries. Hands it off to the fullback up the middle, and he breaks a tackle. He's to the 40, to the 45, and brought down at the 48-yard line. Chased down from behind by Nathan Cabongo and also Quentin Murphy, the safety for Dort, coming over to make the tackle. That was Alan Jevnik on the carry. First down and 10 for the Jimmies. They're at their own 48-yard line. So Jevning is in the backfield along with Mann. Pistol set. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. They hand it off to Jevning. Jevning again, a gaping hole up the middle. He's at the 40 and upended at the 35-yard line. So another big gain for Jevning. And Murphy again coming in to make the tackle. And for Jamestown thus far, two plays, and they've moved the football from their own 26-yard line into Dort territory at the 36. Jamestown starting off with two positive plays rushing. They've been averaging just 85 yards per game on the ground. So a positive start for them. Dort, three-man front, back to pass, under pressure, and throws into the ground as man, man's intended receiver was Jalen Graham, and that'll bring up second down and 10. Second and 10, Jamestown going to the air for the first time. For Mann, he is 35 of 67, slightly better than 50% in his passing exploits. They stack the eye now behind Mann. Mann will go under center. They hand it off to Jevning. Jevning taking care of near the line of scrimmage. Maybe picks up two on the play. Tackle made by Elliot Van Kickericks. Van Kickericks, the linebacker, has had a banner season so far as a freshman in his first collegiate campaign after playing high school football for Boyden Hall Rock Valley. Two-yard gain on the play for Jevning. Jevning 
25 rushes so far this season, 74 yards. He has all the yards on this drive so far for Jamestown. That is nearing 50 yards since it began back on the 26-yard line. It's now at the 34. Third down, flushed from the pocket. And breaking a tackle is the quarterback man. Man has a first down, breaks another shoestring tackle. He's down inside the 10, down to the 6-yard line. And the Jimmies are in business. First down and goal inside the 10, down at the 6. As Mann shows some elusiveness on offense, and he is actually downed at the 7. So it's first and goal to go for the Jimmies at the Dort 7-yard line. So not the start. Dort's defense wanted, obviously. And the Jimmies, just over two minutes gone in this period. I set. Receiver to the right is Garrett Mitchell. They'll overload to the right side. They hand it off to Jevning. Jevning caught in the backfield, and Dort's defense comes up, makes a stop. No gain on the play. First man there for the defenders, Jessup Leakey, coming up off of the bottom of the pile. Loss on the play of a half a yard. It'll be second and goal from just inside the eight. 12-20 and counting, first quarter. Scoreless, Jamestown taking this drive from their own 26-yard line, though. Now they're threatening. Second and goal to go. Just inside, I said the eight earlier, just inside the nine, I should say. Second down and goal to go for Mann. Has Jevning on his right shoulder, door to three-man line. Two linebackers coming up to the line of scrimmage, looking to the end zone, and that one skips off of the turf, I believe, incomplete. It'll be third down and goal to go. Third down and goal to go. Let's see if the defenders can get another stop here on third down and force Jamestown into a decision. Fourth down and goal to go inside the nine. They initially send Barry Williams off of the sideline, then pull him back to the sideline. Williams, a wide receiver. Jordan Mann gets the play call from the sideline. 15 seconds on the play clock. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. 11.54 remaining here in the first quarter. Jordan Mann, Jebning to his right. Two receivers set to the left. Giles to the far side. Football's on the turf. Picking it up is Mann. Mann scrambling to the right. Still scrambling, and he is forced out of bounds. No gain on the play. Actually loses a yard, it appears. And it will be fourth down and goal to go. And Jamestown is forced to settle for a field goal attempt. Jimmy's, this will be Sean Fenelon. Fenelon, five for five on point after tries. I don't have him as making a field goal so far this year. This will be a 27-yard field goal attempt from the right hash mark. Trying to put the Jimmies on the board. Snap is down. Kick is up. And the kick is just inside the uprights. And the Jimmies come away with points. They cap the drive, the game opening drive, with a three with a uh, field goal from 27 yards. And the Jimmies have a 3-0 lead. 3-0 our score. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more Dort University football right after this. An eerily similar start to last year's contest, if I remember correctly. Jamestown marched down the field last year against Dort. Came away empty, though, as Casey Biker had the first of two pick sixes 
against Jamestown. His first of three interceptions returned it for, I believe, a 99-yard interception return, but there was no interception return this year. Jamestown settles for a field goal from 27 yards by Sean Fenelon. And with 11-14 left to play in the first period, Jamestown has a 3-0 lead. Dort will have their first possession, and they'll take it from the 5 to the 10 to the 15 to the 20. 25-30, and brought down at the 35-yard line, returning the kick for the defenders. That was Raymond Taronis. Ray with the return, all 5-5, 160 of him from Chula Vista, California. And for the first time today, we'll see the Dort offense. Levi Sconehoven in the backfield. Looks like Ben Hubelhorst is to the far side of the field, so we get that question answered. Tyler Reynolds pitches it over to Sconehoven. Sconehoven to the edge, to the 40, to the 45, and breaks a tackle, runs over a would-be tackler, all the way out to the 46-yard line. So a 16-yard carry for Sconehoven. On the option pitch from Tyler Reynolds. Reynolds, the freshman play caller, or pardon me, the sophomore play caller, and the defenders have it first down and 10 at their own 46-yard line. Reynolds rolling right, has a man open over the top, led him too far, incomplete on the far side at the numbers. That pass falls incomplete, intended for Raphael Carr, so Raphael unable to get to it. Pass falls incomplete. Dort taking a chance on first down, throwing it down the field on the rollout by Reynolds. And that will bring up second down and 10. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Charlie Young stacks the eye. The pistol set behind Reynolds. Charlie, the fullback. Sconehoven, the tailback. Love to see Logan, uh, pardon, love to see Levi Sconehoven get things going today on the ground. Usually good things happen then. Charlie Young straight ahead. Five-yard pickup on the play for Charlie. And that'll bring up third down and four. So Charlie Young on the carry. Charlie a junior. 6'1", 210-pounder from Colorado Springs. So third down and four. Third and five. Dort needs the Jamestown 44 for a first down. Dort trailing three to nothing. Tyler Reynolds, 5'10", 185-pound sophomore from Yuba City, California. Sutter Union High School, 7 on the play clock. Dort at the Jamestown, 49. They pitch it right over to Sconehoven, one-on-one block out there by Dodge. He's to the 40, 35, and upended at the 30-yard line, and credit the wideout Jake Dodge sticking with his block. Dort got the matchup they liked. And Sconehoven gets more than enough for the first down. A 19-yard pickup on the play for Sconehoven before he is brought down. And the defenders, first down and 10 at the Jamestown 30. And it looks like Jamestown is going to burn a timeout. Timeout on the field. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. Back with more from Jamestown, North Dakota. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR. Dort with the football. First down and 10. Option pitch again over to Sconehoven. Sconehoven to the 30. Breaks the tackle. And he's pushed out of bounds at the 26-yard line. Had to work pretty hard for that four-yard pickup, did Sconehoven. Offensive line for the defenders. The big fellows up front. Carter Baldwin is your right tackle. Justin Yerquittis, your right guard. Center is Van Regenmorder. That is Mitchell Van Regenmorder, the sophomore out of Morris, Iowa. Snap. 
Handed off to Charlie Young. Young rumbling to the 20. Around the corner at the 15. Did he stay in bounds? He did not. He is forced out of bounds inside the 13. But that is more than enough for a Dort first down. And the defenders have it first and 10. They'll mark him out in between the 12 and the 13-yard line. And Charlie Young getting into the act for Dort on the ground. It's first and 10 for the defenders at the 13-yard line. Left side of the line for the defenders. Alex Hoisman is your left tackle. And your left guard is William Vanderwoude. You heard him on the pregame show in our senior interview. Reynolds fakes the handoff, keeps it himself straight up the middle, follows Van Regen Mortar and Yerquitas all the way down to the five-yard line. Picks up another seven yards on the play. It'll be second and three for the defenders. So Dort answering the three-point drive by Jamestown. With a drive of their own that started at their own 35-yard line. And now the defenders, second down and three, deep in Jamestown territory, handoff Charlie. Charlie Young inside the five, second effort, down to the four. And Jamestown defense really stripping at that, or striking at that football, trying to get it loose from Charlie Young. Charlie finally hits the turf, maintains possession of it. It'll be third down and short. Dort now with the football on the right hash mark. You've got Sconehoven set to the left. Charlie Young behind Reynolds. Reynolds in the pistol. Send a man in motion from right to left. They hand it off on the sweep. Heading towards the end zone. Did he get in? No. And uh, waiting for the signal. And a touchdown for the defenders on the end around. And for Dort getting into the end zone. And we've talked about the fact that we are thin on offense at some positions. And that wide receiver who got around the edge, that was Levi Neeson. Neeson, a senior from Olympia, Illinois. Pretty limited action up to this point, but Dort uh, pretty banged up over those last three games. Pretty physical contests, and now Zachman on to attempt the point after, trying to give Dort a 7-3 lead. Movement along the line of scrimmage. This could be a free one. Zachman up through the uprights, and the defenders lead 7-3. 7-3 score. The defenders take a four-point lead with 7.48 remaining in the first period. Dort up 7-3 after the Neeson seven-yard touchdown run on the end around. And the defenders will be kicking off when we return to action. Jamestown, North Dakota right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. This Unofficially, the defenders go 65 yards. They get the last seven on a Levi Neeson. Touchdown run, and the defenders have a 7-3 lead after allowing Jamestown a field goal on their first possession and uh, credit the Dort defense with getting out of that jam by only allowing the field goal. Now, granted, some are going to say, hey, they got themselves in the jam, but uh, really stood up, stiffened up, and uh, made it difficult for Jamestown once they got inside the red zone. Take by Childs at the 15 to the 20. He cuts to the left. He's on the hash mark, and he's brought down, and we've got multiple flags on the play. One at the 44-yard line, the other at the 40-yard line. The umpire, one of the calls. Conversing with the uh, referee. And if you're going to guess, you're going to think that it might be a hold. We'll wait and see from the official, though. I've learned my lesson over the uh, seasons that uh, you can't be a mind reader. 7-3, Dort leading. Levi Sconehoven and Charlie Young doing most of the heavy lifting along the way. 
And it's going to be a block below the waist on the return. That's going to be 15 yards from the spot of the return. For Schoenhoven on that first drive, 38 yards. Charlie Young, 21 yards. Both got three carries. And then it was Levi Neeson getting a four-yard touchdown run officially. I said seven. It's four, beg your pardon. And it will be Jamestown football starting at their own 18-yard line. So Jamestown starting at their own 18. They'll go pistol set. Now this is a little poorer field position than they started with on their scoring drive that they opened the game with. Back to pass. Flush from the pocket and taken down. At the 15-yard line, grabbing a leg and not letting go. I believe that's Vin Kickerix. Wait for the wait for him to turn, so I can double check that. That is Brayton Vin Kickerix. Brayton, the linebacker, also from Boyden Hole Rock Valley. He and Elliot, his cousin, both freshmen, have had an immediate impact on the Dort defense. Cabongo is on the near side at a corner. Jalen Placide to the far side. Your safety. Sashton Treshman. Back to pass is Mann. Mann, well, he's going to tuck it away. And there's nothing there for Mann. Mann maybe gets back the yard he lost on the scramble moments ago. It's going to be third down and ten. Third and ten. So he's back to the original line of scrimmage. Dort, Dort will bring in Menno Jones, Bashir. Menno to his friends, and it's third down and ten. So he will line up with a wing back out of the backfield. Will Jones, Cabongo to the near side. This is Jordan Mann. Mann barking signals. Looking to pass over the middle. Pass is incomplete. No flags on the play. On the coverage, Jalen Placide. Placide, pretty nice job of getting position and holding it on Barry Williams. He and Williams get tangled up with the ball in the air. Pass falls incomplete. It'll bring a fourth down, and with 6.15 remaining, Jamestown will kick. So Dort should get the football in pretty good field position. Nathan Cabongo will back up, though. This punt will come with the wind. Should be Isaac Miles back there punting. Line of scrimmage is the 18-yard line. A line drive, and that's going to get everything, uh, all the help on the win. Cabongo fields it at his own 25. Cabongo to the 35, to the 40, to the 45. Back to midfield. Stutter steps, still on his feet. Finally brought down at the 39-yard line. So Cabongo grabs it off one hop at the 25, brings it all the way back to midfield, and he is finally brought down at the 39-yard line. So a 36-yard return by Cabongo after Miles hit that line drive but did not give his team much time to get back in coverage. And Cabongo able to make him pay with a 36-yard return. A little bit of movement. Everybody's back on their side of the football, though. Reynolds. Again, you've got Schoenhoven and Charlie Young. Carter Skibout, as we said, banged up last week against Morningside. Handoff to Charlie, and Charlie Young picks up four yards on the play. So Cabongo, a fantastic return for the defenders, giving Dort a very good, giving them very good field position as they started at the 39-yard line. So 
Dort starting at the 39. They pick up four. It's second down and six now. Put Bolden out here wide to the left. He had an 80-yard touchdown catch and run against Morningside last week. That lightning bolt that started the game. Handoff to Charlie Young. And the Dort offensive line thus far doing what they wanted to. They wanted to be physical up front. They wanted to establish the run. And they wanted to get through, uh, establish things early. And so far, they've been able to do just that. First down for Charlie Young, down to the 29-yard line. So a gain of seven on the play, actually at the 28. Dort brings a tight end. They don't use him much in terms of an offensive threat. That is Lucas Warner. He'll line up basically an additional blocker. Two receivers to the left. One to the right, that's Hubelhorst to the far side, the junior from Yuba City, California. Back to Reynolds. Reynolds is going to plant, throw, has Dodge, and the pass is nearly intercepted. Jake Dodge was open for a moment. Tyler Reynolds' pass caught up in the air, hung for a little bit, and the Jamestown safety was able to come over and very nearly pick that off. And it'll bring up second down and 10. Well, Dort's been content to take some chances in terms of throwing the football on first down. Running back for the defenders on the field now. That's Reese Schnell. Reese Schnell, they, Reynolds is going to throw against his body to the end zone. And the pass is caught. They're going to give a touchdown to the defenders and Lucas Warner. Now we've got a whistle and we've got a flag on the play as well. We've got two flags on the play. So hold the phone on this one. Well, we'll wait for the indication from the official and it certainly appears this one is coming back. I'm going to guess either an illegal block or, well, they had an ineligible man downfield. Well, that happened quickly. Certainly looked like Dort snuck Lucas Warner into the end zone. So that's going to be a five-yard penalty. And it'll be second and 15. Don't normally see that call made, especially on one that happens that quickly. But made nonetheless. Second down and 15 now for the defenders. Reynolds turns. Pitches, gets it over to Sconehoven. Sconehoven trying to get to the edge, runs over a tackler, and picks up another four yards on the play. Sconehoven had to work pretty hard for that six- or seven-yard run, though. Broke a tackle and then carried three jimmies down with him, and it'll be third down and long. Third and we're going to call it nine. Defenders, in all likelihood, I would guess four-down territory here, especially moving into the wind, so maybe you just try... Stay on the ground, see if you can pick up five or six. Reynolds, hard count. Jamestown doesn't flinch. 3.40 left to play, first quarter. Dort leading 7-3. to three. And the touchdown wiped off due to a penalty moments ago. Reynolds pitches over to Sconehoven, gathers it in. 25-20, first down. Lowers his shoulder down inside the tw- and 20, down to the 16-yard line. And Levi Sconehoven, they needed... Seven on the play. Sconehoven more than enough all the way down to the 16-yard line. So another first down for the defenders. And the clock continues to move. 3.20 left to play. First quarter. And we have a momentary pause in the action. Looked like the chains on the far side got tangled up. 
Reset the play clock. Game clock stops at 3.15. Reynolds, first down and 10, hands it off to Young. Young, the ball carrier, Charlie Young, left side of the line that time. That's uh, Hoisman, left tackle. He followed him and just bounced off of the sophomore's back and tried to get to the outside, picks up six yards on the play. And it will be second down and four. A little more overcast now as the game moves along. Sconehoven to the left of Tyler Reynolds. Second down and four. Dort up seven and three and threatening. They hand it off. Charlie Young. Young inside the ten. His knee is down at the four. That's enough for a first down. And the defenders have it first and goal at the four-yard line. 2.35 left to play. First quarter. Dort threatening. Eli Bolden comes off of the sideline with a play call. Warner will set himself to the right. Charlie Young and Sconehoven in the backfield along with Tyler Reynolds. Don't be surprised if we see Caleb Marish in the, at the quarterback spot as well today. Reynolds is going to keep it. He's inside the five all the way into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. And Reynolds with a four-yard touchdown run. And the defenders lead 13-3. Pending the point after with 2.13 remaining here in the first quarter. On to attempt the point after is Brett Zachman. Zachman entering today 6 of 7 on point after tries. Reynolds is the holder. So Zachman, right-footed kicker. Point after try from dead center. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And the defenders lead 14-3. 14-3 score, Dort answers a field goal by Jamestown to open the game with back-to-back touchdown drives, staying on the ground and getting the job done. And the defenders now leading 14-3. Dort will be kicking off when we're back right after this. This is Dort University Football on KDCR. This- a 39-yard touchdown run set up by a Nathan Cabongo return off of a punt by Jamestown. And the defenders have a 14-3 lead with 2.13 remaining here in the first quarter. Giles will take it at the 12. To the 15, to the 20, brings it back middle of the field. And the defenders stop him at the 27-yard line for Dort that time. Braden Farr, special teamer from San Luis Obispo, California, makes the stop. And the Jimmies will take over, first down and 10. And that will be at their own 29-yard line. So Dort leaning 14-3. Last score coming on to Tyler Reynolds, four-yard keeper. Reynolds, the latitude to make decisions, taking what is there. David Kakmarinski, nothing there as they run at David, and we have not seen many teams run at David this year, and that's the reason why. Jordan Mann caught half yard behind the line of scrimmage. He's unable to turn the corner, and the junior from Pella makes the tackle. Kakmarinski's stats are not as gaudy this year defensively as they have been in years past, but part of that is the reputation he has gained as uh, being pretty solid at sealing the edge. Jordan Mann, the quarterback for Jamestown, engineered a scoring drive. Snap back to Mann, and Mann's in trouble. Football's down on the ground, and Mann is stacked up, 
and uh, the timing off immediately, and there were three defenders there, including Elliot Van Kickericks. That's a loss of four on the play. Personnel changes for the defenders. Obvious passing down coming up here for Jamestown. It'll be third and 14, just over a minute left to play here in the first quarter. Dort leading 14-3. Jamestown has Jordan Mann at quarterback. Three down linemen for the defenders. Linebackers creeping up. And Mann is in trouble and he is hit as he throws. And that was Kak Marinsky applying the pressure. And the pass falls incomplete near the line of scrimmage. Clock stops on the incomplete pass, and with 45 seconds remaining here in the first quarter, Kamanga will take his spot a little bit deeper than the last time after the line drive kick by Isaac Miles. Miles averaging just under 40 yards per punt. Had a pretty good one on his first kick. It was a line drive, though, that Kabanga was able to field, and this one angling towards the sideline. Kabanga will pick it up along the sideline, and Cabongo steps on the sideline out of bounds, and it will be Dort football at their own 27. So a pair of three-and-out offensive series for Jamestown, and Dort will take over first down and 10 with 37.9 seconds remaining. First and 10 for the defenders at their own 27. Defenders leading 14-3. to Tyler Reynolds, quarterback. No, it's Caleb Marish. Caleb in after two drives by Reynolds. And this is very similar to what Dort did last week against Morningside. They bring a new quarterback in. They alternate on possessions, giving both a look. Marish pass is incomplete, intended for Bolden. Falls incomplete, intended for, it would have been a 12-yard pickup, but the pass from Marish delivered in the grass. Natural grass here at Jamestown. And it'll be second down and 10. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Nice setting here at Jamestown. I've been on Jamestown's campus several times over the last calendar year. Hand off to Charlie Young. Young, the ball carrier. Young to the 35-yard line before he's brought down. A gain of eight on the play. The football field is located on the south end of campus. The south and east edge of campus, you get further into campus, that's where the new basketball and volleyball arena are. Soccer field's there as well. But the football field, I believe it's named after Woody Greeno, longtime coach here at Jamestown. Coached a lot of sports. And that's going to wind the quarter down. Caleb Marish pulls away from center, looks to the sideline. They'll re- let the, run, uh, the clock run out. And Dort will be facing third down and two when we resume play with the start of the second quarter. 14-3, Dort leads. Back with more Dort University football right after this. this bro- You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. The Dort University defenders facing the Jamestown University Jimmies. hour score. And the defenders with it to start the second quarter. Marish is going to run option. This is a designed quarterback run. Picks up the first down. Ducks out of bounds at the 40-yard line. 
He needed a couple of yards. He picked up three and a half. It'll be first and ten for the defenders. That's the different dimension that uh, Marish and Reynolds give. Reynolds probably a little more comfortable tucking it away and running. Marish a little more comfortable throwing the football. Noah Clayberg also factors in as quarterback for Dort. And once he gets healthy, it'll be interesting to see what the defenders elect to do at that position. Levi Schoenhoven with the carry. Levi, first and ten. Got 11, and he ran over a would-be tackler, and the would-be tackler is down. Player shaken up for the Jamestown Jimmies right at midfield. And the second play of the second quarter, resulting in an injured player for Jamestown. He'll be attended to by the training staff here on hand. Other football games going on in the conference today. Doan is at Briarcliff. Concordia is at Hastings. Midland is at Morningside. Try to find some scores on that here right now. While we have a moment as the injured player is attended to. For the Briarcliff Chargers hosting Doan. Doesn't look like live stats is up and running. Concordia and Hastings. Concordia leads Hastings 10 to nothing. And Midland and Morningside. Morningside playing their last of three games in a row at home. Player shaken up for Jamestown. That's Jordan Olsen. He's one of three players for Jamestown with an interception this year. Shaken up, though, holding that left arm and uh, flexing the fingers but uh, he's going to take a seat for the time being. First down and 10 for the defenders right at midfield Marish 30 seconds on the play clock plenty of time, hands it off to Sconehoven Sconehoven gains 8 on the play and Sconehoven once he gets running downhill very challenging to bring down with just one man by the time Schoenhoven is finished this year, taking for granted, hopefully his health holds up, he will be among the career leaders at Dort in yards rushed for without having a huge thirteen or 1,400-yard season. But he's been painfully consistent and, again, picks up another six yards as he twists and turns his way forward. That's Levi Schoenhoven, the senior out of Hospers, Iowa. First and ten for the defenders at their own at the Jamestown 37, already already leading 14 to three. Charlie Young stationed to the right of Caleb Marish, Bolden in the slot on the far side. Jake Dodge also on the field. Back to throw is Marish. Marish plants, throws, underthrown. Well, actually overthrown. I thought he was going to try deep for Dodge. Instead, goes for Bolden coming out of the slot. And Bolden is unable to come down with it near the uh, numbers on the 10-yard line on the far side. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. It'll be second down and 10. Second and 10. Also try to get you some scores from Dort Soccer. Hand off to Schoenhoven, and Schoenhoven doing what he wants right now. Picks up eight yards on the play. That offensive line taking control for the defenders. And other than the first half against Kaiser to open the year, this offensive line has really been doing their job up front, controlling the line of scrimmage. And that has made Dort uh, 
much more challenging to stop. That first half against Kaiser wasn't great. Second half, things got better, and they've steadily improved each week since then. Third down and two. Marish moves Young from left to right. They're going to run option. Marish dumps it off for Sconehoven, and Sconehoven unable to hang on to it. It's going to bring up fourth down and two, and the football inside the 30. Would have been first down yardage for Sconehoven. Looked like they wanted to run option, and then Marish instead tried to dump it off to him on a short pass play. Facing fourth down and two, you can bet Jamestown is going to stack things up tight in the box. You've got the tight end, Warner to the right. Now you're going to shift him over to the left. Dort going for it, fourth down and two. Dort trying to get Jamestown with a hard count. The Jimmies don't flinch. Nine seconds, now eight. Dort has three timeouts remaining, and it looks like they're going to let the clock wind down. No, they're going to call a timeout. Timeout on the field, charge to the defenders. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more from Jamestown, North Dakota, right after this. Dort uses a timeout. Fourth down and two yards to go. Dort loads it up on the left side of the field. Hard count against. Jamestown doesn't flinch. 16 seconds on the play clock. Schoenhoven stationed behind Marish. Dort needs a two-yard pickup here. Down to the 27. If they gain the Jamestown 27-yard line, it'll be enough for a first down. There's Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven's second effort, and he got it. Levi Schoenhoven, need need two, I'll give you three. And Dort sends a new running back into the game. Reese Schnell back in. Saw some spot action in the first quarter as well. So Dort keeps the drive alive. First and ten at the 26-yard line. And we have movement on the line of scrimmage. Jamestown. And the right tackle for Dort comes out of his stance. That's Carter Baldwin. I believe this is going to be encroachment on the defense. And it'll be against the Jimmies. Five-yard penalty. Sets up first down and five. First and five. Sconehoven gave Dort the first down moments ago. Now five-yard penalty after Jamestown had done such a nice job of staying onside or staying out of the neutral zone when Dort went to the hard count on those fourth down plays. Now on first and ten, they relax a bit, and the pass falls incomplete. Pass completed to Warner, and Warner brought down at the 12-yard line, and they're going to say Warner was down before the ball came out. So a gain of eight on the play. It's going to be first down and ten at the Jamestown 13. First and ten for the defenders at the 13. Taronis in the game for Dort. Dodge will check out. Heuvelhorst on the far side. Bolden will line up tight on the right side. And it looks like they will put Taronis basically at a wing back. Charlie Young now the tailback. They hand it off to Charlie. Charlie up the middle. And Charlie Young picks up three or four on the play. Good movement by the line of scrimmage. Well, they're not going to be as generous as I. They're going to give him a two-yard gain on the play. 11.30 left to play, first half. Dort leading 14-3. to Dort with a 65-yard scoring drive and a 39-yard scoring drive so far. Started this drive at their own 27-yard line. They're now at the Jamestown 11, facing second down and seven. Marish is going to run option, pitches it. 
And with it, and we've got a flag on the play. This one's going to be coming back. Touchdown for the moment, but we probably will have a penalty on the play. We do have a penalty, just a matter of what it's going to be called. Ray Taronis able to duck into the end zone. Would have been an 11-yard touchdown run by Taronis on the option. Instead, this one's coming back. So they're going to call block in the back against Warner. Coach Joel Penner on the far sideline asking for an explanation. So it'll be second down and long. Now at the 21-yard line, need to get down to the four for a first down. So they need 17 yards. Second down and 17. 11 2 remaining, first half. Well, chop it up into a few plays. See if you can do it that way. Jamestown. So second and 17. Marish fakes the handoff. Under pressure. Rolling right. Throws across his body. Pass is complete to Warner down to the 10-yard line. So now you have it a more manageable third down and seven. So a 10-yard gain on that play. On the completion to Warner, the tight end, coming off the line of scrimmage. Lucas, a sophomore from Pella. He and Sam, brothers, prepped at Pella High. Ten minutes remaining here in the first half. Dort leading 14-3, threatening, facing third down and seven at the 11. Man in motion. They handed off Sconehoven. Sconehoven. Twists his way down to the five-yard line, and it'll be fourth down and one. Fourth down and one, a gain of six on the play for Sconehoven. And the defenders, I would be shocked if they don't go for it here. Line of scrimmage set at the five. Dort gets the three. They've got more than enough for a first down. 9.30 and counting, first half. Dort leading 14-3. Sconehoven is your lone setback. Marish looking left, looking right. Now going to send a man in motion. Four to play. They fake it on the end around. They give it to Bolden. Bolden is going to waltz into the end zone. Touchdown defenders, and we have a flag on the play. They throw a flag on the play. Is this going to be another block in the back? Waiting for the indication from the official. Well, there was no there was no need for a block as Bolden was going to walk into the end zone in effect. So they call an illegal shift. That came before the snap. And now the defenders will settle for a field goal try. So after all of that, the defenders 
will send Zachman onto the field to attempt a field goal. This will be from 27 yards. He has long of the one field goal he has made this season, a 23-yarder. He's attempted as much as a 43-yarder. He will kick this from the right hash mark. So Zachman, snap is down, kick is up, and he hooks it. And the Jamestown defense comes up with a stop on the missed field goal from 27 yards. So Zachman unable to knock the field goal in. Brett Zachman, freshman from Leesburg, Florida. And Jamestown will take over first down and 10 at their own 20. Endured a couple of self-inflicted wounds that time as they're unable to get any points on that drive. Women's soccer, Dort and Doan from Crete. They're scoreless, 0-0. to zero. Defender women have scored a couple of come-from-behind victories in their most recent games. A pair of two-goal comebacks in their last two outings facing Doan this afternoon. Handoff. And breaking free is Jimmy Hatch. Hatch. Finally pushed out of bounds at the 35-yard line. So a 15-yard pickup for Jamestown after starting this drive at their own 20. Just under nine minutes left to play here in the first half. Jamestown with a football trailing 14-3. First time we've seen Jimmy Hatch out of the backfield. Now Jordan Mann, they empty the backfield. Two receivers to the left, three to the right. Under pressure is Mann. Mann, still under pressure. Holds onto it too long. The ball comes loose. Looks like an offensive lineman fell on top of it for Jamestown after Mann was hit. From the blind side was Dort's David Kakmarinski. Kakmarinski forces the football out. Jamestown falls on top of it. Loss of two on the play. Second down and 12. Actually, they pick up two yards on that play from where the fumble occurred as the ball squirts up towards the line of scrimmage rather than four yards back where Mann was caught. Mann keeps it himself. Stutter steps. And he's got nine yards, maybe ten on the play. It's going to be shy of the first down. Bring up third down and one. Third down and one. Door with that three-man front and man waiting just long enough. Getting a lane to run straight up the middle. It's going to be third down and one. 7.09 remaining here in the first half. Dort leading 14-3. Jamestown scored a field goal on their first drive. Dort scored a pair of touchdowns after that. Defenders on their third possession of the game. Stopped shy of the end zone. Forced to settle for a field goal that they missed moments ago. Man on the carry. And judging by where the officials are standing, it's going to bring up fourth down. They did not give him a very generous spot. Nose of the football. The back end of the football actually resting at the 45. They need the 46 for a first down. So the Jimmies facing fourth down and one. They're going to go for it. No hesitation there. Fourth down and less than a yard. Man keeps it himself. That time they got it. 
Needed a half a yard, and he got two the way it looks. It'll be first and ten for the Jimmies at their own 47-yard line. So man on the keeper. So far today, Levi Schoenhoven 104 yards on the ground on 12 carries. Charlie Young, eight carries for 45 yards. For Jamestown, they have a total of 82 yards on the ground, closing in on their season per game average of 85. First and 10 for the Jimmies at their own 48. Jimmies in their all orange. They hand off, and there's nothing there. Jimmy Hatch loses a yard on the play. It's going to be second down at 11. 540 left to play in the first half. Well, if you're Dort, you would love to get to halftime at the worst, leading 14-3. to See if the defense can get the football back. Dort with two timeouts remaining. Jimmy's also with a pair. Second down and 11, football at the 47 of Jamestown. Jamestown moving into the wind here in the closing moments of the second quarter. Dort deferred their decision to the second half, so this could be a big swing. Pass over the middle, very nearly picked off. Jumping the route was Quinton Murphy. The safety read it, very nearly comes away with it. It'll be third down and 11. That pass thrown about 20 yards downfield, and Murphy knocks it away with a left hand. That'll bring up third down and long. Third down and long, clock stops on the incomplete pass. So if Dort... Gets the football back here. Could have a substantial amount of time. New corner in for Dort on the near side. That's Lane Dominey. Dominey on the near side along with Jones. Back to pass is Mann. Mann in the pocket, and he is chased down from behind. Quarterback sack for the defenders and Sam Warner. Sam Warner chasing Mann down from behind. Actually, a loss of one on the play. It'll be fourth down and long, and the defenders will receive the punt. I believe this is Isaac Miles. No, we've got a new punter in. Fourth down and 12 for the Jimmies. They're going to keep. They're going to try to run for it. He's got the edge. He's to the 50, and he fumbles it out of bounds. And it depends on the spot of the football. And it looks like he's going to be just shy. So the Jimmies gamble, and the initial indication, it appears that he is going to be shy of the first down. That was Wendell Warren. Wendell Warren came on at the punter's spot. Tries to get to the edge and very nearly did, but the Dort special teams, he needed 12, he got 11, and the defenders now first down and 10. At their own 43. Marish hands it off. Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven running downhill across midfield to the 44-yard line. Gain of 13 on the play for the senior from Hospers who already has over 100 yards rushing. And the defenders have it first down and 10. So Dort with plenty of time leading 14-3. Four minutes remaining now. Marish looks to the sideline. Reminder, coming up at halftime, we'll check in with where are they now. 
Be talking volleyball with a graduate from a few years back. Hand off Charlie Young. Young the ball carrier, and Charlie Young picks up six on the play. It'll be second and four. So the defenders starting this drive at their own 39-yard line. Beg your pardon, their own 41, I believe. Second down and four. Keeping it as Marish pitches. Now Skonhoven. Skonhoven at the 30 to the 25. And Skonhoven finally ridden down inside the 20, down at the 22. And Skonhoven, I like trying to tackle a sack full of hammers. And he runs over a couple players on the way. Skonhoven all the way down to the Jamestown 22-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the defenders, leading 14-3 and threatening. Marish turns, hands, gives to Skonhoven. Skonhoven up the middle. And Skonhoven knocked down after a pickup of about five yards on the play. It'll be second and five. Second and five. Remember Skonhoven last season injured his foot early in the year. Thought it was one of those uh, sprains that just never got over. Well, as it turns out, he was playing with a broken bone in his foot for about eight weeks. Carries that one up the middle inside the 10 down to the 6-yard line. And that's more than enough for a first down. And it has been a steady dose of Levi Skonhoven here this afternoon for the defenders on offense. And why mess with what's working? Skonhoven over 130 yards on the ground already. Skonhoven the workhorse thus far. 225 and counting. First half. Looks like Jamestown might exhaust a timeout. They want to talk things over with Dort facing first and goal inside the 10, down at the 7. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more right after this. First down and goal to go for the defenders. Line of scrimmage is the 7. There's 2.23 left to play in the half. Defenders leading 14-3. Jamestown scored the first time they had the football. Dort's defense has done the job since, and the offense has scored on two out of the three possessions since. Marish, the carry, down to the five, gains two on the play. It's going to be second down and goal to go from the five. Dort very nearly made it three out of three. Actually had a touchdown called back due to a penalty. Ended up settling for a field goal try that hooked left. Second down and goal to go from the five. Skonhoven in the backfield. Young to the left of Marish, wide receiver to the right. That is Dort's Levi Neeson. Neeson has a touchdown run to his credit already today. Play clock under 10. Marish sends a man in motion. That's Neeson. Hand off Skonhoven. That time they find Skonhoven. Breaks one tackle, then he's thrown backwards. Ends up losing one on the play. It's going to be third down and goal to go from the six. Third down and goal to go from the six. Well, if you're Dort, you want to get points at least. Yeah, disappointed, obviously, with finishing the last drive without points. Now Jake Dodge on the field. Marish is a big target, Jake Dodge, if he elects to use him. 6'3", 6'4", wide out. Marish. Has Young behind him. Fakes the handoff to Young. Rolls right. Pass over the middle. Complete touchdown to Warner. Lucas Warner 
on the receiving end of that seven-yard touchdown pass from Marish, and the defenders take a 23 lead with under a minute to go in the first half, pending the point after try. Point after try on the way for Zachman. Zachman has missed one point after try so far this year. This will be his 10th attempt. He'll kick it out of the hold of Reynolds. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick is through the uprights. And the defenders have a 21-3 lead. 21-3 hour score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. We'll be back with a kickoff with Dort leading 21-3. You're listening to Dort University Football on KDCR. 52.9 seconds remaining here in the first half. Zachman will be kicking off. Jamestown will be receiving the kick. And Giles will take it at the 4. He's out to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Breaks one tackle, 25-30. Might have been a hold. No call made to midfield. One man to beat. Placide is back. And he is dragged down from behind. And we've got a flag on the play. Back at the 20. And I'm going to guess that is a block in the back. Typically, the spot at which those penalties occur, that will, if that holds up, that will negate the return by Marcus Giles. The officials conferring right now, football at the Dort 40 with 40 seconds remaining. This one is coming back, it looks like. Well, that will negate, that will result in minus 50 yards for Jamestown after that return. Football would have been at the 40-yard line of the defenders, and Jamestown could have entertained thoughts of taking a shot to the end zone and getting some momentum back before the half ended. Now they're at their own 10-yard line and probably want to make sure nothing disastrous happens if you're Jamestown with 40 seconds remaining, you're still in it, trailing 21 to 3. Just get to halftime, maybe, and make some adjustments. Just don't give it up. Handoff straight up the middle, and that's going to be a problem. Getting a block out to the 40, 45, 50. And the defenders bring the running back down inside the 30, uh, down inside the 35 yard line. For the Jimmies, that run by Alan Jevning, his previous season-long 18 yards. And Jevning breaks one up the middle, and he gets one 40. That's a 57-yard run by Jevning after a season-best of 18 earlier this season. And Jamestown will use their final timeout with 27 seconds remaining. And just when I said maybe Jamestown plays it close to the vest, just to get to halftime, well, they didn't take a shot. It was still a conservative play call. They did the right thing. Dort's defense just didn't make the play. Jevning had a huge hole to run up the middle, and he took full advantage of that for a 57-yard run, unofficially by my count. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Jimmies at the Dort 32. 
You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Reminder, at halftime, we'll take a look at the uh, scoreboard presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. Make sure we get that scoreboard to you. Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. That will come up right after we uh, check in with our Where Are They Now segment. But first, we need to play out the final 27 seconds of this half. Man, your quarterback, back to pass, under pressure, looking, still looking, flush from the pocket, throws under pressure, throws it up for grabs, incomplete. That was through the hands of two Dort defenders, Ashton Treshman and Nathan Cabongo, both back deep. It'll bring up second down and 10 with 19 seconds remaining. Well, Dort's been able to get pressure on man. That time, Mann was able to elude the pressure, stepped up in the pocket, threw it back into the end zone, and threw it into the midst of several white shirts. And it floats through the back end of the end zone, setting up second down and 10, and stops the clock in the process. Alan Jevning stationed to the left of Mann. Second down and 10 from the 32. Back to pass. Man, man throws towards the sideline. Incomplete. Cabongo on the coverage. Pass intended for Garrett Mitchell. That'll bring up third down and 10. 13 seconds remaining. Second down and 10. Football still at the 32-yard line. Jamestown enough time to run two plays at least, but they're out of timeouts. Exhausted their timeout after that long run by Jevning to preserve as much of the clock as they could. Jordan Mann. Three receivers to the right. Got Jevning there as well under pressure. He's going to throw it towards the end zone. Three players there, and we've got a flag thrown on the play. Nathan Cabongo with the interception, but they're going to call pass interference, I believe. And with five seconds remaining, Jamestown will have one more crack at it. Remember in college, this is not a spot foul. Line of scrimmage was the 32, so they'll step it off from there. And I believe they called that against Placide. And now for Jamestown, do you go for one? Do you take a shot into the end zone or do you try to kick the field goal? Trailing 21 to 3 are the Jimmies. They have enough time to run one play. Five seconds remaining. Football at the 17 yard line. Dort leading 21 to 3. Jamestown trying to steal some momentum here at the end of the first half. Two receivers to the right Williams and Giles. To the near side, Garrett Mitchell. Jordan Mann is your quarterback. Mann back to pass. Mann looking over the middle. Flush from the pocket under pressure, and he's going to be brought down, and that's the last play of the half. Tackle made by Brayton Benkickerix. The quarterback sack. The clock hits zeros. And we've played one half of football. Our score, Dort 21, Jamestown 3. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Stay tuned. Coming up next, our Where Are They Now segment. Where Are They Now? And today's subject will be Danae Odom. You remember her as Danae Gales. Former volleyball player, graduated a few years ago. Christian Zalster spoke with her. We'll catch up with her in just a minute. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR.
Welcome. I'm Christian Zylstra, your host of Where Are They Now on KDCR 88.5 FM, made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Hull, a Grinnell Mutual member, providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. Our featured guest, our featured Dort Athletic alumna for today's segment involves someone from this decade, a 2013 graduate from Dort. She was on the Defender Volleyball team and ranks in the top 10 in career kills and blocks. So without further ado, why don't we dive in? Joining us on Where Are They Now is Danae Gales Odom. Let's take it back to before you first stepped on campus as a student at Dordan. For those who may not know your background or where you're from, where did you grow up and how were you first introduced to Dort? So I grew up in Sheldon, Iowa, and I went to Western Christian and the Dort was just kind of always around and a family name around the house. So my family members went there, my older siblings, stuff like that. In terms of your college selection, did you spend a lot of time looking intently at other institutions, or was it kind of Dort's race to lose, so to speak? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't really spend any time looking seriously anywhere else, so I kind of knew it would be Dort all along. Before we get into your career with athletics at Dort, on the academic side, a lot of your background is in elementary education. What led to you choosing that field of study and why? School always came easily for me, and I enjoyed school and learning, and I enjoyed kids, too. I did quite a bit of babysitting. I had lots of younger nieces and nephews and stuff, so it just kind of made sense for me to go that path. As an athlete at Dord, you know, people probably remember you best for your volleyball days. When and why did volleyball become a passion of yours? That's kind of an interesting question because in grade school and high school, I didn't really consider it a passion. It was something I enjoyed for sure, and it was a lot of fun to connect with other girls and stuff, but it probably wasn't until later in college that it really became a passion of mine that, yeah, that I like enjoyed further, I guess, and loved the game for what it was and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it took a little while for me, but then once I got that passion, I stuck around for a while, so it was good. Was there something that that led to that switch that you can recall, or was it just kind of a gradual change in college? Not necessarily that I can recall. I think I just don't think I took it seriously enough in high school, and my coaches just could see that, and didn't, I probably wasn't very coachable, so they didn't really bother to, like, instill that passion in me maybe and then when I got to college just by being around all these different women that obviously had this passion for it and it kind of just rubbed off on me I guess and I just grew to understand the game more and stuff and yeah developed it for myself. Well you had a pretty successful volleyball career overall as a defender you rank in the top 10 since 2000 in career kills career blocks Uh, you had a chance to play in the national tournament did you envision having any of that individual and team success heading into Dort? And why do you think, whether you know it was personally or as a team, you were able to find and achieve some of those goals? Yeah, heading into Dort, I wasn't even convinced I was going to play at all. And initially, I was just offered to play for the JV team and no big deal. So no, I didn't envision that at all coming in. And um, it was about halfway through my freshman season that I got pulled up to play full-time varsity 
on the roster and stuff. So I didn't really have much for dreams and ambitions. I was just kind of out there to have fun and uh, love what I was doing. So you graduated from Dort in 2013, just a handful of years ago. And when you think back to your time as a student and as an athlete, what sticks out to you most about those years? I would say just the relationships that I had with other classmates and also my teachers and coaches and, yeah, just the camaraderie on Dort's campus is pretty amazing and I still look back on those years really fondly and learn so much during that time to do with my education, but also I grew so much spiritually and just as a person and I just value my years there so much. Now, you grew up in Sheldon, you went to Western, you went to Dort, but you live in Washington now. What brought you out to the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, so my husband, he came to Dort, actually, for the nursing program. He lived out here in Washington, and the nursing programs were all really competitive and hard. to You had to wait a couple years to get into, and so then some random person told him about Dort, and he tried it out, and... That was God's way of bringing us together, obviously, too. But, yeah, so that was kind of part of our deal, I guess, that he told me pretty early on in us dating that he wanted to move back to Washington. So I had to be okay with that, and obviously I was, so. (laughs) Well, then you probably had some idea of what life in Washington was like before you went out there. And, you know, it's no Northwest Iowa, but (laughs) what are some of the best things about living out in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty sissy person when it comes to weather. I hate being cold, and I don't miss the wind chill and just the super freezing cold weather. So that's definitely a plus. And we have quite a few friends and family come visit, and there's just lots of fun things to show them all within, like, a two-hour drive of each other. Like, we're right close to the beach, and then we're close to Mount St. Helens, and we're close to Seattle and Portland, and... Just kind of smack dab in the middle of all of it, and it's just a beautiful place to live, for sure. Now, you said you teach a little bit of preschool at home. Do you teach your kids, or do you teach some other kids as well? Yeah, so I have a three-year-old daughter who I would go substitute teach some days, and she would say, Mom, I want you to bring me to school with you and stuff. And I kind of was like, well, I feel like I should take advantage of this that my daughter wants me to teach her. And so I have quite a few friends from church that I'll have kids right around her same age, three, four, five, and just reached out to some of the moms and asked that they'd be interested. And so we've been doing it for about six months now, just a little Wednesday morning preschool. And it's low key, but it's fun. It's good for the kids. Well, that's awesome to hear. And you have a couple young children now. And, you know, this question may vary a little bit depending on if it's your children or the children of others. But what's the best part about getting to work with and help young children grow and, and really experience things for the first time? I think just seeing their aha moment and when they're just not getting it, not getting it, and then it just clicks and all those hours of frustration just are thrown out the window and you're just excited for them that they understand whatever that concept was and stuff. It's pretty cool. The last question I have for you, you know, I I like to kind of end our chats with one, one last question about athletics and its role in our lives. You know, whether... Whether it's as a fan, as an athlete, as something you just enjoy once in a while, it obviously changes through the many stages through our lives and the places we live. For you, what's the role of athletics in your life? I would say it's something that I look back on really fondly and that I miss. 
I wish I could still be involved in something now, but there's just sadly not really an opportunity for that. But we did have a family reunion a couple weeks ago where I got to play some volleyball, and that's always great. But, yeah, I just value it mostly for what I learned as a person and um, just about, like, self-discipline and trying your best and working with the team and that kind of stuff. I think those are life lessons that you never never forget and yeah it was just a really great time in my life to be able to play volleyball for Dort. Well Danae we really appreciate your time uh thanks for chatting with me. Yeah you bet thank you. A big thank you to our guest for today Danae Gills Odom for joining us on Where Are They Now made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Lake Grinnell Mutual Member providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886 trust in tomorrow. I'm your host Christian Zylstra here on KDCR and KDCR885.com. That'll do it for Where Are They Now today. Make sure you tune in at halftime of Dwarf Football Games all season long for new episodes and new interviews. This is KDCR, your home for Defender Athletics. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Dort leading 21-3 over Jamestown in Great Plains Athletic Conference football in Jamestown, North Dakota this afternoon. Jamestown scored on their first drive today. That was a Sean Fenlon 27-yard field goal with 11-14 left to go in the quarter. That made it 3 to nothing. Dort scored on the ensuing drive. Scoring play came on a Levi Neeson end around. 7-48 left to go in the quarter. Dort led 7-3 after the Zachman point after. Dort got the ball back with a return by Nathan Cabongo for 38 yards. Set up great field position for the defenders at the Jamestown 39. Dort eventually punched it in with a Tyler Reynolds quarterback keeper. 2.13 left to go in the quarter. Dort led 14-3 as Zachman split the uprights again. Jamestown failed to move the ball and was forced to punt on their next drive. Dort moved the football deep into Jamestown territory. Actually had a touchdown called back due to an illegal shift. Settled for a 27-yard field goal that was wide left. Score remained 14-3. Dort got the ball back after a Wendell Warren scramble. That was short of the first down on fourth down and 12 by a yard. Dort took the ensuing drive. Caleb Marish passed to Lucas Warner for his first quarter, uh, first uh, touchdown reception. And with 52 seconds left to go in the quarter and the half, Dort led 21-3. Jamestown threatened, got it all the way down to the Dort 17 before running out of time. And that's where we are at halftime. Through the first half of play, Dort on offense. 15 first downs to Jamestown's 8. Dort 219 yards rushing, Jamestown with 150. Dort with 25 yards passing on 3 of 8 completions. Jamestown has not completed a pass in 7 attempts. Penalties, Dort's been flagged four times for 35 yards. Jamestown three for 30. Dort has not punted. Jamestown has a pair of punts to their credit. Time of possession, Dort 16.56, Jamestown 13.04. Dort's yardage on the ground, 147 yards by Levi Sconehoven on 17 carries. That's an 8.6 yards per carry average for Sconehoven. Charlie Young, nine for 51. Tyler Reynolds, two for 11. 
Kayla Marish, three of six passing for 25 yards. All three of the completions to Lucas Warner. For Jamestown, Ellen Jevening with five carries for 96 yards, including a 58-yard rumble that put some heat on at the end of the first half. Jordan Mann, 12 carries for 28 yards. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. That's a look at our halftime numbers. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with a look at the Fairway Foods scoreboard right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. Let's check our scoreboard. Fairway Meat and Grocery and Sioux Center serving the community since 1991, bringing you the scoreboard check. Dort leads Jamestown at halftime, 21-3. Briarcliff leads Doan in football play, 17-3. Concordia all over Hastings, a little bit of a surprise there. Also being played at Hastings, mind you. 30 to nothing, Concordia leads. And Morningside leads Midland, 16 to nothing, also at half. Northwestern and Dakota Wesleyan will play late this evening. Might actually be able to catch part of that on the way home as uh, Northwestern and Dakota Wesleyan and Mitchell. That is a 7 o'clock kickoff. Over in Crete, Nebraska, women's soccer, Dort and Doan tied up one apiece. Elena Van Zalen, a goal for the defenders. And they have about uh, 25 minutes left to go in that one. Right now they are in a 1-1 deadlock. We will keep our eye on that. That's the Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center scoreboard, serving the community since 1991. Back with the second half of play right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR. A couple other notes for you as we get into the second half. Levi Sconehoven over the 2,000-yard plateau in terms of yards gained on the ground in the first half. He had 1,933 yards entering this afternoon's contest, and as we noted earlier, he's got well over 100 yards already this afternoon, 147 at halftime. My math isn't real great, but that comes out to 2,080. Pretty easy numbers to add up. And uh, he is now locked in solidly at third, trailing Bryce Litka, who had that, remember that senior monster season he had three years ago. When uh, Sconehoven was just a freshman, Litka, 2,242 career yards. The career leader, though, is Keithan Drury. He graduated last year, 2,719 yards. Sconehoven, if he stays healthy, has an opportunity to put a scare in that all-time career rushing yards record. But uh, he's at 2080 right now. And the Jamestown Jimmies will be kicking off to start the second half. Dort had deferred their decision to the second half of play. And we are just about set to pick things up with Dort leading 21-3. hour score. And the Jimmies, a line drive. Takes a high hop, and it's fielded by the defenders at the 5 to the 10 to the 15 to the 20 to the 32-yard line. And finally wrapped up and brought down at the 32 is Dort's return man, Raymond Taronis. So Taronis on the return. Dort takes over first down and 10 at their own 32. So Dort really put a stranglehold on this here if they can put some points on the board. They had the football four times in the first half, scored in three of them, had a touchdown called back on one of them as well, and... Had a field goal attempt that uh, missed, so that was their fourth possession. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 32. 
14.53 left to play. And looks like we have a, well, we've got a play clock issue down on the south end of the field, it appears. And they can they'll keep it on the field. So the play clock will now be kept on the field. Unless they can get that south one working. So first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 32. Tyler Reynolds back in at quarterback. Both Dort quarterbacks engineered two drives. Reynolds, pair of touchdowns on his two drives. Dort one touchdown and another great scoring opportunity. Caleb Marish's opportunity under center. Reynolds, the quarterback. Reynolds turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier. Sconehoven picks up four on the play. So Sconehoven in the first half of play, 147 yards at halftime. Adds to that total with another four. And the defenders facing now second down and six at their own 36. Pitch over to Taronis. Taronis racing to the edge. Nothing there for Taronis. And Taronis is stopped for a three-yard loss on the play. It'll be third down and long. So third down and long for the defenders. Looks like third down and nine. Ray's going to check out of the contest. That's Raymond Taronis. Checking out. Eli Bolden lines up wide to the left. Tyler Reynolds under center. Well, actually the uh, pistol set. He's got Sconehoven behind him. Play clock is off, so uh, it'll be kept on the field. Reynolds is going to run option. Keeps it himself. Racing to the edge, and he gets enough for a first down. Tyler Reynolds decides to keep it that time as the defense playing for the pitch, and Reynolds needs 10 yards, and he gets 11, and the defenders keep the drive alive. First down and 10 at their own 42-yard line, leading 21-3 are the defenders. Sconehoven, been the workhorse thus far. He stays on the field. Warner is lining up at tight end. Raymond Taronis in the slot to the far side. Eli Bolden. On the near side, they hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, the ball carrier, picks up 12 on the play. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders in Jamestown territory, down to the 47-yard line. So Sconehoven, in case you're wondering about a career high for him, 216 yards two years ago he ran against Midland. That came in a disappointing loss. I don't remember many games specifically any longer, but uh, that one I do remember when Dort came back, took the lead late, and then gave up a kickoff for a touchdown. That one stung quite a bit. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven, a gain of another seven on the play. It's going to be second down and three. Sconehoven, the ball carrier with 12.45 left to play in the third quarter. Dort leading 21-3, and Dort content, uh, content to just simply run the football straight at Jamestown until the Jimmies Show they can stop it consistently. Three down linemen for the Jimmies. Reynolds hands it off. Sconehoven 
Dances through the line of scrimmage. Picks up five on the play. Another five for Schoenhoven. Another first down for the defenders. It's first down and ten at the 35. Now remember, Aaron Mango, the offensive coordinator, said during the pregame show he wanted to see this uh, offense run at tempo. Means uh, keep things moving, speed it up, and they've succeeded in doing that thus far. We've got movement along the line of scrimmage. And I think one of the defensive players actually made contact with a Dort offensive lineman. Tried to get back on their side of the football. Encroachment against Jamestown. And the defenders will have five free yards. They'll be down to the Jamestown 30 now, facing first down and five. First and five for the defenders. Beautiful setting for football here at Jamestown. Down in a bowl, somewhat protected from what I would imagine is a pretty brisk north wind once uh, late fall se- or once mid-fall sets in. Hands off to Young. Young, the ball carrier. Young, pickup of three on the play. It's going to be second down and two. Second down and, uh, second down and two for the defenders. You do have a bit of an opening to the south, protected, though, by trees. North is protected by a hill here at Jamestown. Defenders leading 21-3, movement along the line of scrimmage, and Eli Bolden, the hard count by Reynolds, and uh, he got his uh, freshman wide out, leaning the wrong way as well. So Bolden, five-yard penalty, so the five yards Dort got earlier, they give up as the wide receiver ends up taking that extra step. It's going to be second down and seven now. Football back at the Dort 32. They need the Jamestown 25 for a first down. Bring Warner from the right side to the left side. Handoff, Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, the ball carrier. Schoenhoven inside the 25, down to the 22. Beg your pardon, the 27. So he's inside the 30, down to the 27. Needs the 25 for a first down. So need three more yards for a first down. Facing third down and three are the defenders. Reynolds in the pistol. He's got Young to the left. Schoenhoven behind him. Three down linemen for the men in orange. Reynolds is going to run the option, keeps it himself, and there's nothing there. They guessed right that time, and the defenders are thrown for a four-yard loss on the play. It's going to be fourth down. Fourth down on the play. Jamestown playing that option better that time. And it'll be fourth down and seven. Dort with it at the 27-yard line. So Dort, one of those in-between situations. Definitely have to think about the pass here. Young to the right. Back to pass Reynolds. Reynolds is going to scramble. Floats it towards the sideline. It's complete to dodge. More than enough for a first down. All the way down to the Jamestown 17-yard line. So a 16-yard pickup on the play. That goes from Reynolds to Dodge, and Dodge just staked out that sideline, boxed his cornerback out, if you will, and Dodge able to reel in that pass for the first down. Handoff Schoenhoven, Schoenhoven bowling his way forward inside the 10, down to the 9, and it'll be second down and 1 in the playbook, wide open now for the defenders facing second down and 1. Second down and 1. Reynolds 
turns, hands, gives to Sconehoven. Sconehoven bounces off of one tackler, turns his leg forward inside the five. Sconehoven delivering some punishment in his wake. And it'll be first down and goal to go at the three. The defenders leading 21-3, and they're threatening. 21-3, Dort leading. Sconehoven has carried the bulk of the load here this afternoon. They hand it off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven walks into the end zone untouched. A three-yard touchdown run by Sconehoven. And the defenders lead it. Now 27-3, pending the point after, with 9-13 remaining here in the third quarter. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Zachman on to attempt the point after try. Zachman so far today, 3-for-3 on extra point attempts. And Zachman with the right foot. Looks like they've got the play clocks working now, so that's for the benefit of both teams now. Look down on the south end, and it's winding down, 15 seconds. Zachman gets under that one, sends it up and over, and the defenders have a 28-3 lead on the point after try by Zachman, culminating the 68-yard touchdown drive, which Sconehoven ended with a four-yard touchdown run. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5, back with more from Jamestown, North Dakota, right after this. A 68-yard touchdown drive by the defenders culminates with a Levi Sconehoven plunge into the end zone. Sconehoven nearing 200 yards on the afternoon. The defenders now lead 28-3. Zachman with the kickoff coming. The defenders, a line drive kick. And Giles will let this one bounce out of bounds actually at the 10-yard line. And the Jimmies will take over first down and 10 after the delay of game penalty against Dort. About 10 minutes left to go in that soccer game down in Crete. Dort and Doan tied 1-1. Just had a shot on goal for the defenders. Looks like Michaela Patterson had a shot on goal off of a corner kick by Emily Coyman. That one appears destined for overtime. Somebody can sneak one through here in the last five minutes now. Stats updating. They've got five minutes left to go in Crete. Jamestown over the football. First down and 10 at their own 35. They hand it off. And running back is Jimmy Hatch. Hatch bounces off one tackler. Picks up four on the play. And the defenders stopping Hatch after the four-yard pickup. Jamestown starting this drive at their own 35-yard line. 8.53 and counting here in the third quarter. Mann has Hatch to the right side. They fake the handoff on the end around. Mann keeps it himself, and Mann is met at the 43-yard line. And making the tackle for the defenders, that's Brayton and Kickericks. Brayton, not huge. Six foot 205. He's put together. He's not afraid to stick his nose in there. It'll be second down. I probably could pardon third down now and two yards to go. Third and two for the Jimmies at their own 43 yard line. So the Jimmies 
trailing 28-3. They got those three points on the first drive of the day. Now they'll stack the eye. Mann will be under center. Mann keeps it himself. Might have gotten the first down. Second effort, he does. So Mann gets enough for a first down. And I believe every time they have lined up under center, Mann has kept it with a quarterback keeper just simply following his offensive line straight up the middle. Needed a couple of yards. He got three. First and ten for the Jimmies at their own 46-yard line. So first and ten for the Jimmies at their own 46. Two receivers set to the left for the Jimmies. I believe Jimmy Hatch is in the backfield with him. Fake the handoff to Hatch. Back to pass. And a deep ball, and we've got a flag on the play. I'm interested to see who this is going to be against because Connor Bosma, from my vantage point, looked like he got dragged down on the play. The official made the call from, I would call it the far side from behind the play. Connor Bosma is going to be called for a pass interference. This will be against the defenders, and that will be a first down for the Jimmies. So pass interference against Connor Bosma. That will be interesting to watch later on. The replay, and it certainly appeared that Bosma got dragged down, actually, by the intended receiver, but the official, his angle on it, All he could see was both players tumbling to the grass. So Jamestown has it first down and 10 at the 39 after starting this drive at their own 35-yard line. Jordan Mann, your your quarterback for the Jimmies, trailing 28-3. Mann, quick hitter to the right side, pass completed to Garrett Mitchell. Five-yard pickup on the play, Nathan Cabongo on the tackle. It'll bring up second down and five. Seven minutes remaining here in the third quarter. So second down and five after the five-yard pickup. Man trying to put something together here for the Jimmies. Trailing 28-3. Had off to Hatch. Hatch breaks a tackle. Breaks another shoestring tackle. Cuts it back. And he is brought down from behind by Sam Warner. But he's inside Dort's 10 down to the 6-yard line. And the Jimmies are threatening, trailing 28-3. So he's down to the 7-yard line. So the Jimmies, first down and 10 at the 7. So the Jimmies... Very similar to that first drive where they moved the football deep into Dort territory, then had to settle for a field goal. Since then, their offense has been able to move the football sporadically. Back to pass is Mann. Mann flushed from the pocket, still under pressure. Breaks another tackle, dodging, and gets to the edge. And a flag on the play. We're going to have a flag on the play. This one's going to come back. Going to be a blindside block. Connor Bosma. And that's going to be a penalty against Jamestown. Connor Bosma did not see that one coming. 
going to be a penalty against the Jimmies. And I heard this discussion this week talking about those kind of blocks, those blindside blocks. You're better off as an offensive player when you see that. You just simply get in the way. You don't unload on the player. I uh, heard that on a national radio show this past week, and that's very, uh, I believe that's the instance they are talking about. But Connor Bosma off to the sideline. He got up on his own, but he's going to be checked out by Dort's training staff now. It will be second down and goal to go for the Jimmies. They're back at the 20-yard line. Jordan Mann, quick hitter to the outside. Placide, unable to make the tackle. Stepping out of bounds at the 5 after the completion. That's Garrett Mitchell. And that'll be second down now and goal to go from the 5. 5.35 left to play. First half, uh, pardon me, third quarter. Dort leading 28-3. Jamestown, though, threatening. Partly cloudy skies, a lot of sunshine here this afternoon. Beautiful day for football in Jamestown, North Dakota. Jordan Mann takes the snap, throws it towards the end zone. It's tipped, falls incomplete. Jalen Placide knocks it away, and that'll bring up third down and goal to go from the five. I'm trying to find Connor Bosma on the sideline now. Make sure he hasn't snuck back onto the field. Nope, don't see number 13 yet. I will say he popped to his feet immediately. Seemed to be okay as he walked off of the field, but getting checked out by the training staff. Third down and goal to go for the Jimmies at the Dort 5. They pitch it, and the play's going to get stretched out and stopped short of the goal line, plus seed on the tackle. Also in on the stop for the defenders, Elliot Van Kickericks. And that'll bring up fourth down and goal to go for the for the Jimmies at the Dort 1. So Jordan Mann gets the play in from the sideline. 4.40 left to play here in the third quarter. Jimmy's trying to get on the board after being held out since that field goal. Here's Mann, Mann, second effort, did he get in? No signal yet, and now the late signal and a touchdown. So a one-yard touchdown run by Mann caps a 65-yard drive, and with 4.23 left to play in the third quarter, Jamestown has made it a 28-9 game. Point after try on the way for the Jimmies and Sean Fenelon. Fenelon has a 27-yard field goal to his credit already today. So Fenelon trying to make it a 28-10 contest. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through, and the defender lead is 28-10. 28-10, you're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. We'll be back with more from Jamestown, North Dakota, right after this. This... 4.23 left to go in the third period. Dort leads 28-10. to 10. I have found Connor Bosma on the sideline. He is conversing with Dort's trainer, Chris Fagerness. 
Still has his helmet in his hand, so Chris has not taken the helmet away. That is typically the sign that you're done for the day. And they're going through, it looks like some protocol, checking out balance and things like that. He was hit with a blindside block, which slowed the Jamestown drive a bit. But uh, Jamestown eventually gets it in with a man, one yard keeper, to make it 28-10 with 4.23 remaining. That's left to go in the third quarter. Raymond Taronis back deep for the defenders. I believe that's Eli Bolden as well. Might be Reese Schnell, actually, 24. So kicking will be Fenelon. Dort leading 28 to 10. End over end kick. Schnell down on his knees, picks it up before he contacts, or you should say he got to his feet before he came up with the football. So he gains about 10 yards on the play. Would have been at the 5, instead it's the 11, and the defenders take over. First down and 10 at their own 11-yard line. Dort takes over, leading 28-10, 4-16, left to play, third period. Dort with a football, Tyler Reynolds, the quarterback. If it plays out like it did last week at Morningside, we'll see Reynolds for probably this drive. And then we'll see Marish for a drive or two, and then play it by ear after that. Send a man in motion, that's Hubelhorst. Hand off Sconehoven, Sconehoven the ball carrier. Sconehoven breaks a tackle. He's out to the 23-yard line. Gain of seven on the play for Sconehoven. It'll be second and three. So Sconehoven and the Dort Defender women's soccer team has just defeated Doan in overtime. Two to one on a Michaela Patterson goal. Handoff Sconehoven. Sconehoven slips as he goes to make a cut. Gains five on the play. It'll be first down and ten for the defenders. They're at their own 28-yard line. So less than a minute into overtime over in Crete, the Dort women's soccer team runs its winning streak to six with a 2-1 victory. Their third straight one-goal victory. 15 on the play clock. Handoff Sconehoven. Sconehoven straight ahead, and it has been nothing fancy for the defenders. It's been a steady diet of Levi Sconehoven. Second down and two for the defenders. Sconehoven well over 200 yards now on the ground. Career high, 216. Gain of seven moments ago. His long today, 19, so he's done it in bite-sized pieces. Sconehoven breaks another tackle. Unable to bring him down with the arm tackle. Breaks a tackle, picks up five. First and ten for the defenders at their own 42. As the game has gone along, Sconehoven seems to get stronger. 2.30 remaining, third quarter. So Reynolds 
Hands it off Schoenhoven, and that time they stop him for no gain on the play. And after 29 rushes, Jamestown able to stop Schoenhoven for no gain. And it's going to be second down and long. Second and long. Dodge and Hivelhorst will come to the near side of the field. Football at the 41-yard line. Reynolds. Now they look to the sideline. 15 seconds on the play clock. Reynolds checks to his right, now his left. Snap back to Reynolds. Reynolds, handoff Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven gets back the yard that he lost, picks up two. It's going to be third down and long for the defenders with 1.30 remaining in the third period. So third down and nine for the defenders at their own 43. Reynolds, hard count. Jamestown stays put. 15 seconds on the play clock. Right at a minute left to go in the third period. So Reynolds, five seconds on the play clock. Grabs it out of the turf. Throws over the middle. Pass is complete to Warner. And Warner has gotten free. He saw something, signaled to the sideline. Sideline agreed very quickly, and they throw it over the middle to Warner. And and, uh, that's Lucas Warner, his fourth grab of the day, more than enough for a Dort first down, down to the 44-yard line of the Jimmies. Handed off to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, the ball carrier. Schoenhoven maybe picks up a yard on the play. And Jamestown's defense... Now slowing Schoenhoven up just a bit. Schoenhoven, 31 rushes for over 220 yards. That's a new career best in both attempts and yards gained. Earlier today as well, he was went over 2,000 career yards. Reynolds looking to the sideline. Second down and long for the defenders. And that's the end of the third quarter. Our score, Dort 28, Jamestown 10. Back with the fourth quarter of play right after this. This is Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more in a moment. Pass completed to Ben Hubelhorst as we start the fourth quarter of play. Dort inside the 35 down to the 31-yard line. Charlie Young, your running back now for the defenders. Defenders leading 28-10. to 10. Hand off Charlie. Charlie to the 25-20, inside the 20, down to the 17-yard line. That's a Dort first down. And the defenders with a 28-10 lead, threatening here in the fourth quarter. So the defenders with a 28-10 lead. Tyler Reynolds, the quarterback. Dort very... Very much a ball control offense here this afternoon. They have scored on four out of their five possessions. This is the sixth possession. Ten seconds on the play clock. Reynolds has Young behind him. Sends a man in motion. That's Raymond Taronis. Hands it off to Young. Young the ball carrier. Young inside the ten down to the five. And 
downed at the four-yard line, and we've got a flag on the play coming in at the end. Umpire threw that one from the middle of the play. Wait and see what this one's going to be called. And it looks like the Dort offensive lineman anticipating a penalty call against the defenders. Clock stops on the penalty. So they're going to give Dort the first down, and then there's an unsportsmanlike conduct call against Justin Yerquitis. So Yerquitis was flagged for a 15-yard unsportsmanlike. Dort has a first down and 10 at the Jamestown 20. So we'll do it again. Dort gets benefit of the first down, and now it's first and 10 at the 20. 13.48 remaining. Hand off to Young. Young, the ball carrier. Young inside the 15. He's tripped up just as he gets inside the 15-yard line. So a gain of six on the play. Jamestown. I believe that was Justin Six who made the tackle. Was that the safety? Theodore Milk. Looks like Theodore Milk, number 10, coming up to make that tackle. It's second down and two. Hand off to Young. Young, the ball carrier. Young. Looks like he's close to another Dort first down. Clock continuing to roll. Dort content to just run this. Take some time. So Sconehoven back on the field along with Charlie Young. Sconehoven caught a breather for a few plays. Tyler Reynolds, your quarterback. Dort facing third down and one. Obvious four down territory here leading 28-10. So third down and one, under 10 seconds to go on the play clock. They hand it off to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, second effort, still on his feet. And he's going to be brought down after a five-yard gain on the play. Schoenhoven picks up five. And it is first down and goal to go for the defenders at the six. 12-20 and counting. Ball game. Dort leading 28-10. And at running back now is Reese Schnell. Schnell will line up behind Reynolds. 17 on the play clock. Warner, your tight end to the right. Hubelhorst lines up right side, keeping it as Reynolds. Reynolds ducking, diving into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. A six-yard touchdown run by Reynolds. And the defenders go up 34-10 to 10 with 11.32 remaining in the contest. Dort can stretch it out to 35-10 here with a point after try by Zachman. So Reynolds with a quarterback keeper. And the defenders up 24, trying to stretch it to 25. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through. And the defenders have a 35-10 lead. 
35 to 10 hour score. The defenders have not been forced to punt so far this afternoon. They have scored on five out of their six drives. And the defenders have a 35-10 advantage. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more right after this. The defenders, a short kickoff. Fair catch called for by Josh Corliss at his own 37-yard line. He bobbled it. Ball was actually on the natural grass here at Jamestown before he fell on top of it. And the defenders will send their defensive unit onto the field. Jamestown trailing 35-10, 11.52 left to play in regulation. Defenders with the lead, trying to even their record at 2-2 two two this year, trying to get a win in GPAC play as well. Jordan Mann, your quarterback. More clouds than sun now here in Jamestown. Back to pass, Mann. Mann flares it out to the far side. Pass falls incomplete. It'll be second down and 10. Well, I have become a bit of an expert on the trip to Jamestown over the last 12 months. This is my fifth excursion into Jamestown, North Dakota. Made a couple of trips with basketball. Made one with volleyball last year. Another one with volleyball already under our belt this year. And for football, the first time we are at Jamestown for a football contest. As Christian noted in our pregame show, about 400 miles from campus to campus. Handoff, short gain for Jevning. Tackle made by Elliot Van Kickericks. It'll be third down and seven. For those of you wondering where Jamestown is located, head up Interstate 29 to Fargo. Take a hard left or turn west. About 100 miles or so from there, maybe a shade under. Also looking at the bigger picture, you look at it on a map, it is straight west of Duluth, about 350 miles or so. Mann doesn't get the play call that he wants. He wants to talk things over with his offensive coordinator. So a timeout on the field, and we'll bring up to speed on what's happened for the Dort defenders so far. Football, the defenders lead 35-10. to 10. Soccer earlier today, Dort a 2-1 winner over the Doan Tigers in overtime to improve their winning streak to six in a row, their third win in a row of one goal as well. No report yet on women's volleyball. They're just getting underway in Yankton there. Men's soccer in Crete. They'll get started about 3.30 or so. That's going to be a little later due to the women's contest going to the overtime session. Delyn Zavenbergen got the win and goal for the defenders after the game winner by Michaela Patterson. Doesn't look like an assist awarded on the play. So third down and seven. Jamestown at their own 40. Likely four down territory from here on out. Back to pass is Mann. Mann flushed from the pocket. He could scramble for it. He's going to be stopped right at the 46-yard line. Bashir Jones initially on the tackle. Sam Warner also there for the defenders. And that'll bring up fourth down and one. Fourth and one for the Jimmies. 10.50 remaining. Jamestown has used one timeout. That was their first timeout used moments ago. So fourth down and one. Mann is under center. Jamestown 
They give it to Mann on the keeper, and Mann on the second effort probably got it. Mann just simply follows his center on that quarterback's keeper, and he get, needed one. He got about four feet. And that'll be enough for a Jamestown first down. So Jamestown first down and 10 at their own 47-yard line. So the Jimmies keep things going as we approach 10 minutes remaining. Man hands it off. Carry around the end. And that's Barry Williams on the carry. That'll be a gain of seven on the play. Make it eight. It'll be second down and two. Second down and two. Defenders offensively have been able to do what they have wanted. Jamestown. Good drive to start the game. Also offensively productive. Their most recent drive. And now they're in Dort territory again. Flea flicker. Back to pass his man. Dort's defense. Did they bite on it? No, they did not. And back to knock it away was Nathan Cabongo. So Cabongo knocks it away on the pass intended for Garrett Mitchell. And the Jimmies will have it third down and short. So third and short for Jamestown. Jamestown taking a shot. Favorable down in distance. They hand it off. And that's Jevning. Jevning got a couple on the play on third down and one. Keeps the drive going for the Jimmies. With 9.25 remaining in the contest, Jamestown trailing 35-10, to 10, but now they're starting to threaten. Football at the Dort 42-yard line. New players in for Dort on defense. So the Jimmies with it in Dort territory at the 42. Jordan Mann. Up behind his center now in the pistol set. Back to pass, under pressure. He's going to scramble. He's to the 35, 30. Takes a glancing blow and finally brought down inside the 30 at the 28-yard line. So the Jimmies with another first down. And we've got a flag on the play near midfield. This one's going to come back. Holding on Jamestown. It's at the 42, so it's going to be back to the Jamestown 48-yard line. It'll be first and 20 for the Jimmies with 8.44 remaining in the contest. So second down and 20, beg your pardon. Second and 20. That's what the uh, down marker has, at least. Marcus Giles to the far side of the field. Back to pass his man. Man, under pressure. Man, Kakmarinski grabs him. Kakmarinski with a sack. That's a loss of four on the play. It will be third and 24. 
Third and 24 as we approach the midpoint of the fourth quarter. So third down and 24. Jamestown needs the 32-yard line for a first down. So that was David Kakmarinski with the sack moments ago. Kakmarinski now lining up to the far side of the field. Defensive end for the defenders. Man giving directions. Back to pass. Pass to the near side is incomplete. Cabongo on the hit of Barry Williams as the ball arrives. Would have been shy of the first down even if it was complete. That'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down and 24. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Well, a day that began with a summertime feel to it has given way to more of what you would expect early fall to be. Dark clouds overhead. It's going to be 4th and 24. Football is at the Jamestown 44. They need to make it to the Dort 32 for a first down. Clock stopped on the incomplete pass. It's fourth down and long. I'll beg your pardon, third down. So evidently the yard marker incorrect moments ago, and now it's going to be fourth down and long. So fourth down and long. And the Jimmy's going to be forced to punt here, it appears. Isaac Miles, number 49, with a line of scrimmage at the 48. Cabongo back at the 10 for the defenders. And a line drive kick spiraling, and that's going to go out of bounds inside the 20. And it'll be at the 10, and that is where Dort will take over first down and 10 at their own 10-yard line. 6.50 remaining after Jamestown is forced to punt. Change of possession, you're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Over in Sioux City, it's Morningside leading Midland 37-15. That's in the third quarter. Caleb Marish in at quarterback, so a quarterback change for the defenders. Marish, 6'1", 185-pounder from Marietta, California, prepped at Linfield Christian. Marish turns, hands, gives to Schnell. Schnell, the ball carrier, and Schnell out to about the 15-yard line before he's brought down. We've got a player shaken up for Jamestown. Wondering if Levi Sconehoven's day might be over. What a day it was for the senior running back. Sconehoven, 33 rushes, 227 yards, 6.9 yards per rush carry, uh, average. So a player shaking up for Jamestown. Clock stops as they attend to him. Looked like he went down holding his... Right arm. See if we can find a Hastings-Concordia score. That one was a little bit of a surprise earlier this afternoon with Concordia leading that one 30 to nothing. 
And it's gotten even more strange. 44 to nothing now. Concordia all over Hastings. So a player will be helped off of the field for Jamestown. Wanted to wait until I could get a clear look at those black numbers. That's Marcelo, Marcelo Sanchez from Washington, senior defensive lineman. And that'll bring up second down and long. Did not give a very generous spot on that run by Schnell. Doan and Briarcliff. Briarcliff leads at 20-10. That's in the fourth quarter. Marish with 6.34 remaining in the contest. It's going to be second down and six, so it was a four-yard gain for Schnell initially. They're going to run option. Pitch to Schnell. Schnell gathers it in at the 15-yard line, and he is knocked out of bounds immediately. And it's going to be third down and five. And I said Levi Schoenhoven's day would be over. It appears it is not. He's back in the ball game. Facing third down and significant yardage. So third and long for the defenders. They need the 20-yard line for a first down. Charlie Young and Schoenhoven in the backfield. Going to line Young up behind Marish this time. 5.49 left to play. In regulation, Marish turns, fakes the handoff. He's going to throw over the top. And a pass interference call. This one's going to be against Jamestown. Bolden trying to come back to the pass. And the uh, Jamestown corner is going to be called for the pass interference. If it goes based on what I saw, Jordan Olson, I believe, is going to be called for the pass interference. Yep, that's going to be against Olsen. That's going to result in a 15-yard penalty and a Dort first down. And with 5.37 left to go in the game, the uh, defenders continue to drive. So first down and 10 for the defenders at their own 30. Gail Marish has Schoenhoven behind him. Marish looking to the sideline. Relays the message to the offensive lineman. Then Reagan Mortar, your center. Turn, hand, football's out. Football is down on the ground. It's picked up by Jamestown, and they're going to take it back the other way for a touchdown. A fumble recovery by the Jimmies, and a touchdown return. And making that fumble recovery, I believe it's Jalen Graham. Nope, bigger pardon, that's Troy Stewart, Stewart number 21. And the uh, Jimmies take advantage of the first turnover by the defenders this afternoon. And with 5.27 remaining, they make it 35-16, pending the point after try. So the uh, Jimmies knocked it loose. I believe that was Charlie Young who fumbled it for the defenders, got hit pretty hard. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. Oh, no, wide right. And the uh, Jimmies 
the Jimmies. Trail now 35-16. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Still got some cleaning up to do for the defenders. 5.27 remaining in regulation. Back with more in a moment. Zade Nicholson, a fair catch on the kickoff. Dort takes over first down and 10 at their own 25. Still some work to do. Finish this one up. Hand off to Sconehoven. Sconehoven across the 30 to the 31-yard line. A gain of six on the play for Sconehoven. 35-16, Dort leading. Still up comfortably, but you got to finish it out. That scoop six moments ago by Jamestown. First turnover by the defenders today. Keeping it is Marish. Marish on the option. Spins around and picks up two on the play. It's going to be third down and less than two. Third down and less than two. 4.45 remaining here in the ball game. The defenders really have controlled much of this contest. Jamestown led briefly with a field goal in the first half, in the first possession. Sconehoven breaks a tackle, breaks another one. He's still on his feet. He's got a convoy. It's Dodge. He's to the 20, to the 10, 5, plunging. Did he get in? They'll mark him down at the one-yard line, and what an effort by Sconehoven. Sconehoven was hit behind the line of scrimmage and then hit again at the line of scrimmage, and he rambles his way with Jake Dodge running interference for him, and Levi Sconehoven, nearing 300 yards now, has done the job this afternoon for the defenders when they needed him. We talked about the injuries to the Dort offense coming into this contest, and now the defenders, first down and goal to go inside the two. Sconehoven will grab a breather on the bench. Reese Schnell is in. Let's see if the defenders can finish this drive out now with their leading ground gainer on the bench. Schnell into the end zone. Touchdown defenders. And the Dort defenders take a 41-16 lead pending the point after. Levi Sconehoven, that's his season long as well. We'll get the official numbers for you in just a moment in terms of how long that run was. And on to attempt the point after. That's Zachman. Zachman. Snap is down. Kick is up. And the kick is through. Oh, they're going to say wide right. Missed it wide right. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR. Dort leads 41-16. What a day for Levi Sconoven today. Closing in on 300 rushing yards today. And that will be a new Dort record. Previous mark held by Bryce Litka. He had three out of the top four. 240, 254, and 258, all part of that magical season he had in 2016 when he was a first-team All-American. Kickoff taken by the Jimmies, still on his feet, to the 50. And brought down at the Dort 45-yard line. 
Bringing it out, the return man for the Jimmies. That was Wendell Warren. And that's where Jamestown will start first down and 10. But it's Levi Sconehoven who will etch his name atop the single game records for yards gained rushing. He has currently 298 yards after that 65-yard run moments ago. 35 carries for Sconehoven today. And the uh, senior from Hospers answering the bell today. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. This is Jordan Mann, no, new quarterback in, a left-hander. And the pass is complete to Garrett Mitchell, and now we have a flag on the play. Flag thrown in the backfield. Cade Torgerson in at quarterback now for Jamestown. Pressure applied by Elliott Van Kickericks. Now, I don't know if Van Kickericks got there late or if it was an offensive lineman taking out some frustration on Van Kickericks. We'll see who the penalty is against. And they're going to call that on Elliott. Elliott Van Kickericks called for the unnecessary roughness. And those are the kind of things that you want to clean up and clean up in a hurry. Giving away 15 yards. Football now at the 20-yard line. So first down and 10 at the 20, 3.28 remaining. Torgerson. And they hand it off. Scooting around the end is Josiah Cage. Cage inside the 15 down to the 13-yard line. And that'll be second down and looks like three for the Jimmies. At the 13-yard line. 2.59 left to play in regulation. Torgerson, sophomore, 6'2", 185 pounds. Limited action so far this season for Torgerson. He turns, hands, gives to Cage. Nothing there for Cage that time. It's going to be third down and three. Third and three. Well, we're going to have a lot of catching up to do in terms of Sconehoven's numbers when it's all said and done today. He is now 13 yards shy of second all-time for career yards rushed as well, if my rough math is correct. Torgerson, third down and three. Pistol has Cage to his right. Fakes the handoff to Cage, throws, incomplete, flag on the play though. And the flag actually thrown towards the line of scrimmage. And there's another one in the backfield. With 2-0-1 remaining in a game that now starts to stretch out and it appears Jamestown anticipating a call against them. Their huddle will retreat. Blocked below the waist. So offsetting penalties. It'll be third down and three. 
So third down and three. Torgerson has Cage with him. Hands it off to Cage. No, the ball's down on the ground. It's recovered, and the defenders, Brayton Van Kekericks falls on top of it, and the Dort defense holds. And the defenders will take over first down and 10 with 157 remaining, and in all likelihood, the defenders will run out the clock. So with under two minutes to go, And Marish, the quarterback. Marish turns, fakes the handoff, keeps it himself. And he's going to be brought down at the 17-yard line. Little or no gain on the play. Brings up second down and 10. Second down and long for the defenders. Dort can take their time. Run it down to near a minute left, if they so desire. Hand off, Schnell. Schnell twists his way forward for a three-yard gain on the play. It'll be third down and four. So third down and four with 106 remaining. Marish will take the snap at about the 22-yard line. Under a minute to go. Dort can take it down under 40 seconds before they have to snap the football. New player in for the defenders, your fullback, Anthony Trojan. Keeping it is Marish. Marish running towards the sideline. He's going to duck out of bounds after he picks up the first down. And the... uh, out of bounds at the 31, a nine-yard pickup on the play. It'll be first down and 10 for the defenders, and Dort will run one more play, and I believe that'll be it. Play clock is rolling. Game clock stops as he went out of bounds. Dort will take victory formation here. Marish will line up under center. Only time the defenders line up under center is in this situation. And he takes an E, and that's going to be the end of the ballgame. Jamestown will let the clock run out, and that's going to be your final. Dort 41, Jamestown 16. Jamestown slips to 0-4, 0-2 in the conference. Dort improves to 2-2 overall, and 1-1 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. You're listening to Dort Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with a rundown of the numbers and recap of today's play right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. Dort wins 41-16, beg your pardon. Uh, Dort scores on six out of their eight possessions. One possession ends in a missed field goal. Another ends up in a scoop six for Jamestown. Dort wins at 41-16. Final numbers, Dort 440 yards rushing to 227 for Jamestown. 
66 yards in the air, 29 for Jamestown, 506 yards total offense for the defenders, 256 for Jamestown. Penalties, that's the one area Dort needs to clean up. Nine penalties, 110 yards, Jamestown 7 for 76. Time of possession, 33.05 to 23.10. Probably some cleaning up that needs to be done in terms of that time of possession yet. Sacks, Dort got to the quarterback three times. I've got offensive numbers for you. And uh, we could start and almost finish with Levi Schoenhoven. A new career high, 35 carries for Schoenhoven. 298 yards. Schoenhoven now has the single highest single game rushing record at Dort. He overtakes Bryce Litka, who had three in that 240 to 250 range. But Schoenhoven, 298. He got the last 65 and one big chunk. And that was one where he broke two tackles in the backfield and at the line of scrimmage. And he just didn't have the foot speed to beat the safety. Jake Dodge, give him credit, the wide receiver downfield, running interference, and got him down to near the two-yard line. And then it was Reese Schnell who took it the rest of the way for the touchdown on the ensuing play. Charlie Young, 12 carries, 63 yards. Cameron and uh, Tyler Reynolds, 5 carries for 23 yards. Reynolds, 3 of 5 passing, 41 yards. Caleb Marish, 3 of 6 passing, 25 yards. Lucas Warner, 38 yards on four receptions. Jake Dodge, 1 for 16. Ben Hubelhorst, 1 for 12. Dort is now 2 and 2 overall, 1 and 1 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Next up for the defenders, they will be at home next Saturday facing Dakota Wesleyan in Great Plains Athletic Conference football action. 41-16 our final. Back with a final word from Jamestown, North Dakota right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. Let's take a look at the Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center scoreboard show serving the community since 1991. Dort defeats Jamestown 41-16. Briarcliff over Doan 2010. Concordia defeats Peru State non-conference play 3-0 in volleyball. Women's soccer earlier today. Dort, Michaela Patterson, the game winner, less than a minute into overtime. They upend Doan in overtime 2-1. Elena Van Zalen, the other goal for the defenders. No report on men's soccer yet. In fact, I think they're just getting underway over in Crete. No report on volleyball either. They're playing Mount Marty in Yankton. They're underway with that one as well. Well, I'll be honest with you, there are times where uh, you make the road trips and you just think, oh, Hummets, uh, you're going to go through the motions and just another game. Well, not the case today. A pleasure to watch senior Levi Schoenhoven, 35 carries, 298 yards, and if you're going to bring him down, you better bring your friends. And uh, today he was, uh, he was a handful for the Jamestown defense. A new single-game record, 298 yards on the ground for the senior. Uh, lifts his career total to over 2,200 yards. And uh, he is now 13 shy of Bryce Litka for second all-time at Dort. And he is about 500 shy of Keith and Drury, who is the all-time rushing leader at Dort with over 2,700 yards. That's the sub-story. The main story, though, the defenders get the win today, 41-16, over the Jamestown Jimmies in Jamestown, North Dakota. That's going to do it for our broadcast. Thanks for joining me. Hope you had an enjoyable afternoon. 
We'll talk to you again next week when uh, volleyball is on the air Friday. Dort hosting Jamestown. And then Saturday, Dort hosting Dakota Wesleyan in GPAC football play. For KDCR Sports, I'm Mike Biker. Good afternoon.